Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. I'm cranked. I am cranked. I've been here since uh, 3.30 and the coffee doesn't work, but the espresso does. Yeah. You know what? I don't understand. Why don't we have bags of coffee that we can brew ourselves up in this mother? Uh, I think we do. Don't we? No, no, no. I just walked through. I was like, I will brew the coffee because the espr- the hidden? coffee machine is broken and there's no bags to be made. So I feel like uh. I need to just start bringing in emergency bags of brew. For said emergencies. Well, we used to have a Keurig or, or whatever mm-hmm. that the single thing is back there, but it was uh, it was a mess. Nobody a cleaned mess. it for a while. I think it turned green, right. which yeah. is good. We're not messing with that. But More I energy. Am, I am jacked. You I are. Am, I am super jacked. Four espressos deep. Hey. Four. Woo! And I got four more in the cup right here. To the moon. Dang. It's probably not great. Uh, Riz is uh, he's he's uh, he's still in Nashville. He's still in Nashville. He's he's on his way back, uh, just in case you were wondering. But we are here, even though it's a holiday for everybody else and for Riz. He's just celebrating President's Day as we uh, as we continue. But I heard good things about everybody's weekends. Mm-hmm. And while the espresso is still like just like jacking my blood, tell me about it. <laughs> I saw. I, I woke up this morning. It was uh, 3 a.m. I've been here since 3:30. But <clears throat> the only thing that I saw before I came in was uh, highlights. From the Rollercade. Yeah. Yeah, that looked awesome. Went to Rollercade. Guys, 
Not sure if you remember, but uh, Tessa on Ferry Baptist Church Road, South County. Oh, that's my scene. Rollercade is still how it was 25 years that ago. That is where I had all my birthday parties. Yeah, man. This is where I fell in love the most. Okay. <laughs> I've not been to a rollercade in over 20 years. And my best friend's son turned nine yesterday. Shout out to Harrison. And he said, hey, you, he calls me Grandma Lauren. You want to come to the party? <laughs> yes, I do. So Grandma Lauren and Uncle Tim rolled into Rollercade. I brought my own skates for the first time in my life because I bought some over the pandemic. Nice. Uh, get there. Everything is neon. It's black lit. Same old. Same skate. carpeting, the little places where you change into your skates, the little nubbins. Yeah, yeah. Those, dude, those have not been changed for 30 years. They, this, The carpet is the same. The bathrooms are the same. Everything about Rollercade is identical to what you remember. So very we roll cool. in, and it's not very, it wasn't crowded. I mean, there had to have been maybe 60 to 70 people tops in the really? whole building. Um, get out there. Haven't been on my skates in a long time. Like a bike, just boom, hit hit the hit the wood floor, out, rolling out. Something I did notice. Couple of dudes, my age, I'm 38, maybe a little older, by themselves, got their AirPods in, busting their own moves. They're <laughs> they're there for exercise. Kind of weird that they're there by wait, themselves. Wait, wait. Wait, what do you mean by themselves? Like they're on the rink by themselves, they're there with their kids, but they're I saw three, there's three guys, there was two dudes who came together that were my age who just looked like they were trying to learn some moves in the middle of the skating rink, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like just trying things out, like best friends, just like, hey, let's see if we can skate be super sweet together, dude. Best friends. Then there was another guy who had AirPods in who was ignoring everyone, but the dude had the skills. (laughs) And he was, I I was telling Rafe, he was either the guy who 25 years ago was killing it at the rollercade and Mm. has just continued that life up until his 40s, or he wasn't that kid back in the day and he's been working for the past 25 years to get to that place. And I, something has unlocked in me that hasn't been unlocked since seventh grade where I saw this guy with his moves and I swooned hard. <laughs> nice. It, it was a swing moment. It worked, man. Are yeah. you serious? Oh, yeah. It was. You're weird, man. It's dude, totally it, weird. You're all over so the place. Weird, That's what I told her in the break room. I go, you're an erotic mystery as I to am. what your yeah. turn-ons are because it's all over the place. It is. And I can't help it. I just, there was something Okay, that's not creepy. This guy... And it's not like he was attracted. There was nothing good going on. It was literally when he hit this case and the moves, he was just whipping around what everybody. Moves? Like Shooting the duck. Was he turning he was, the corners real quick where he's laying down sideways, yeah, basically? He shot the duck. Yeah. He was up. He was back. He was behind. Uh. He was... He was swerving in between people. I mean, and, you know, Tim and I had our, we were doing, like, the couple skate thing, like, hand-holding, like, woo, you know, like, taking it slow. This dude was, like, cutting through us. Did he go under your arms? Pretty much, yeah. Incredible. Do they still still rent uh, rollerblades? Yes. They do. Blades. So he's on he's on blades or he's on skates. I think he was on skates. To be honest, I was I didn't don't remember. You were watching. I was moves, just couldn't not the believe it. Yeah, he's a pro. <laughs> no, I couldn't take my eyes off just his entire demeanor. Like what was he listening to? Because we were listening to Sierra, you know, and Usher. What was was he listening to? Like doom metal? That's what was playing in the rink, or yeah. you had your own. That's what was playing. Wait, wait, you know, he had have... ABBA or something like that in his head. Do they still like have the disco. DJ where you can go do requests? Yes. <gasps> What? Dude, do they it play the videos? Changed. No, they don't play the videos anymore. And I had to lean against a pole to, at the skate away or the in Duquoin, Illinois, because Paul Abdul's cold-hearted snake video came out. <laughs> Woo-hoo! 
<laughs> Put that on a big screen. Oh when my you're gosh! Sixth grade. Yes. A GRB. I just like yeah, dude. Good, a good, good reason. reason boner. Yeah. <laughs> I just like there was like a post in the middle, and there's just like a bunch of boys huddled around it. Yeah, we had to wait a minute. <laughs> there's a lot going on in that video. Oh my gosh! What I remember, I uh, that's where I had my birthday parties. So we would, I would do. Lion's Choice. We go to Lion's Choice and we'd eat and we'd do presents and all that, and then we'd go to the rollercade. And that is the place that I first invited a girl to a Whoa. birthday to a, to party. A birthday party. Yeah, Aww. yeah. Jonell. Hey, Jonell. Shout out. <clears throat> I invited her, and my parents were like, "Hey, um, you can't just invite her and all your Kevin friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you, you gotta invite another gal." So we. Uh, so I invited a longtime friend that I'd had since kindergarten. This is like, I don't know, third grade maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Third grade, and uh, straight to the rollercade, and then I did what every third grade boy does when they invite a girl to your birthday party. You didn't talk to her. Totally ignore. Yep. Yeah. Because I'm afraid of her. <laughs> That's a smooth move. Well, it was the first time I'd ever seen her outside of school. That's right. called playing it cool. The aqua, <laughs> the aquabats have a great song about playing it cool. The worst part about playing it cool was that we're over there, you know, semi-professional skaters at this point. Right. And she's crawling on the wall. Mm. Because I don't think she'd ever. So been she's a dork. Happens to the best of us, you know. I mean, you got to learn somehow. To yeah. this day, I'll never forget that. And my parents, uh, just ever so gently, being like, "Hey, maybe you should go over there and help her, or hang out with her, or say yeah. something, or talk to her." That and at Lion's Choice, the gift that she gave me was a Nerf javelin. Hmm. What that look? That's like? pretty sweet. It literally was a long Nerf thing, for like like, like a javelin. That right? would like, be awesome. Like a giant spear. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. It was fun for one throw. It got, yeah, it got played with uh, that day. Yeah. And and that was pretty much it. I got to go back to the roller kid. I got to take the kids. You I'll- should. And don't let my, like, there were these three adults by themselves. We Tim and I were adults by ourselves, too. So, I mean, clearly, like, people do go that are adults. So just know that. But there were a ton of families. And there were a ton of friend groups just having a ball. So, it, the, awesome. the spirit of rollercade is still very much there. They did while we were there. We didn't do an actual couple skate. I think they eliminated that. But we did the hokey pokey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do limbo. They still do limbo. Dance. I was they gonna still ask. Do limbo. Okay. Mexican hat dance. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. When I was in middle school, my friend Courtney, uh, it was our little clique of people, I guess. But she, her parents own this one of the skating rinks in Springfield. So we got free access. Hell yeah. And it was awesome. We'd go hang out there, just be like. 30 of us hanging out, having a great time. Yeah. That was so fun. That's pretty big. We should do a, uh, a Riz show field trip. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. I, I want to totally see Riz know. on skates. Yeah. You know, it sounds I bet, like a drug. But. I bet he's pretty good. I yeah. bet he's pretty good. He's, he's married yeah, to he, a, he's a he's New Yorker. That's what they do there. So she's a <laughs> no professional skater. <clears throat> very low to the ground. Skating is very much pushing. In no shins, his knees barely bend. I bet he could fly. Out he there. probably can mm-hmm. fly. Well, you know, uh, one woman's rollercade is another man's trip to Vegas, and I'm dying to know yeah. what Rafe Williams did. Yeah, all dude. Yeah, you well, I'm just wondering about these dudes at your rollercade, oh. though. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm are not they, ready to drop that. Are they, there, are they there because of the Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, like, Wait a second. I'm good at that, and it's coming back. I need I had to sharpen up the skills. I had a thought. Like, So I'm on TikTok, and I watch a lot of dance videos and stuff. And I remember when the pandemic started, everybody was listening to like Weekend's Blinding Lights and Dreams by Fleetwood Mac, and they were roller skating outside because there was nothing else to do. I really do think 2020 began again a new fascination with roller skating and all mm. things wheelie because people got longboards and skateboards. and yeah. <clears throat> So I do think that the guys that were there were very much influenced by – 
the videos that you see on TikTok of people skating really well and dance skating Dang. and why Usher mm. did it in the halftime show. That's kind of where the kids and the creative dancing arts are right now. Mm. You, th- you think Big big Roller? Big Roller big, is Big in. Roller's uh, spent some money? Wow. Yes. <laughs> Everything's Time cyclical, to invest some Well, Donnie Fandango's uh, Lady Mary and I, in 2020, we bought the exact same skates because she posted these, um, I can't remember the brand of them, but they're really cool. My skates are black and uh, rainbow. And I was like, I got to get some of those. No reason. I mean, it was 2020. I had nowhere to go, but I was roller skating around my house because I had hardwood floors. And, and you, took, you took those, right? Yeah, I took those okay. last night. I thought you were going to say you were forgotten had to rent. How much no, does no, it no. cost when you're, when you're there? Uh, Tim and I went, and I brought my skates, and it was $18. So I guess he was the only one getting charged for renting. Dang, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. And there's still a whole bunch of in the endless? area, right? You just go once you pay your in? Or yeah, once just... you pay your in. Wait, what? Well, dude, the doors on that place look like they are from another era. It's the whole place. You have to go to Rollercade. If you haven't been in a while and you used to love it, go. It will take you completely back to They're your They're like nostalgia. metal doors from the elementary <coughs> school back, but, back no, in no, the day, right? They have like yellow stained glass, kind of that ugly yellow that looks like people have been smoking. And actually, Tim goes, do you think people were smoking in here? I go, oh, of yeah, course Yeah, dude, they for were. decades. Yes. Yeah. It was cigarettes and uh, cake. Probably earlier that day. That's right. what, yeah, that's yeah. what it smelled like. The guy and... sprayed the skates out. He's like got a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of his mouth for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the only benefit the to working at Rollercade is you can smoke at work. Exactly. Yeah, Rollercade back in the law. day, from what I remember as a kid, it smelled like that, that weird leather from, from, the, from the skate, that thin suede kind of leather. Mm-hmm. It smelled like that, cigarettes, and cake. That's all I remember it smelling like. Yep. Because it was always birthday cake. Right when you mm-hmm. walk in, there's the tables. And there's, well, you know... Cake that was just open and cake that was maybe kind of stuck there from a week ago or so. The DJ is definitely smoking up in the DJ booth on the right. Yes. Right? Not, I mean, not really anymore. He's probably vaping. I mean, I, there well, was I would, no I, smell I just, of smoke. I just mean in 1988. Oh, yeah, 1988 oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you had to. Man, <clears throat> I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to have to take the kids. Well, we were talking before we went on the air, too, about, like, when you're a kid, there's always that one guy, when you're nine, you think is the coolest guy. On mm-hmm. the planet, because it's like an older kid who's like 17, 18, 19, maybe even 20 years old, who's out there skating backwards, and he's winning the limbo contest, yeah. and he's doing all the moves, yes. twirling, spinning, triple sow cows, whatever, and you're like, man, God, that's the goal. I want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And then you're 11, and you're like, nope. <laughs> That's not cool at all. Right. You get into something else. <laughs> That's the opposite of cool. Why is that guy still here? But there's like a, there's always like every town had one dude. I bet you know his name. Because I feel like everybody knew I think the it's guy. Kevin. I'm looking at Chris's, like a Chris. That's Jamie. Jamie. Oh, Jamie. I see a Troy. Troy's good. Troy <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Troy, yeah. <laughs> Jamie had like a big poofy mullet. Mm. Yeah. So it's like and a it's, helmet. And like safe. a really wispy mustache. And he he flew around yeah. out there. And, and a shirt like this over like a like an REO Speedwagon shirt or something. So cute. Yeah, I kind of feel like he had on like a club shirt, sort of. What, what do you mean a club like shirt? Like an early like Doug and Steve Mutabi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah. a right. nylon mesh. But like a short sleeve. But something that shows the speed in which he is Yeah, traveling. something yeah. that flaps. Something so, so, a little so, so, silky. So, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let me say this about the kids today, though, because Harrison, whose birthday it was, nine years old, all of his friends showed up. They all have mullets. Everybody I has. No, that's huge. Is that huge back, right dude. now? Yeah, dude, it's full on back. It was kind of, I go, whoa. Like, it was unsettling for a minute. I go, wait a minute. What's happened? Yeah. They all have mullets. My son is uh, super shaggy, and I'm always <clears> like, hey, man, why don't you tr- trim up? And he's like, nah. 
trimming his hair is uncool these days. Well, they had a, you know, they do the different types. Like, all people skate, or now it's backwards skate, or couples skate. They had the all girls skate. And there were more more girls than anybody type of person in the rollercade. So it was all girls. So I take my little best friend's daughter, Nora, and I go, let's go. And we're out there. And here come her weasel ass brothers and his mullet friends. And they come and they're completely aerating the uh, the all girls skate with their, their dude-dum. And I'm like, you get out of here. This is girl time. And like they got yelled at. It was hilarious. <laughs> Ridiculous. That is awesome. Were you narc? I was a narc. So well, you're a narc. I'm standing up for my girls. We yeah. Finally, we get the rink to ourselves and hear these little mullets come running at us. And I was like, you get out of here. Man, I'm glad to hear there was 60 or 70 people there, though. Yeah, that's, it was That's cool. great. With all the things to do, you got trampoline parks, you yeah. got pickleball, yeah. you got this, you got that. And you it's open TV. skate Sundays, I think, 430 to 630. No so. injuries. No injuries. Oh, I did <clears throat> fall once. You did? And? I did fall, but yeah. I fell well. I know how to fall still. Oh, well. I'm yeah, still well, well. I'm still so <laughs> surprised name. that you didn't go up to the 40-something-year-old guy and ask him what he was listening to. I wanted to so bad. I, I just know. felt like... What happened to you? This is this is a very learned my, protocol here. He wanted you to. My investigative reporting <laughs> couldn't get there. I was having so much fun that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go and make ruin his vibe. I'm too you busy know. narking on children. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've told this story. I don't think when... I think I may have told this last year. When, 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 before we were on the show together, but I went to a similar party. Greg Burner, shout out to Greg if you're listening out there, buddy. It's his daughter's ninth or tenth birthday, similar situation. And oh. Greg had some moves back in the day, but Greg was in his 40s. And Greg went too hard at his daughter's <laughs> party and he, he tried to like. What do you call it when you lean to come around the corner? What'd you guys call it? I thought that was shooting the ducks. Shoot the ducks when your foot's out, right? Yeah. yeah. So he but you're like to, all the way bent down? Mm -hmm. He tried to do that like speed skate, like lean hard around the corner where you're almost like getting oh, at yeah, a 45 yeah, yeah. degree angle because he was going so fast and he lost it, dude. And oh. he broke his hip. What? <laughs> and bad. And like I'm talking shut the whole place down, Ooh. ambulance, paramedics, immobilized. Taken out on a stretcher, flown to St. Louis oh, from Southern goodness. Illinois. Horrible look. <laughs> it's ruined his daughter's <laughs> birthday party, dude. And it was so shocking. I mean, in hindsight, it's one of the funniest things in the world. In the moment, I was just like, oh, dude. Not only are you hurt, like really hurt, going to miss work, going to have to pay some major medical expenses. Your daughter's birthday is is over. Right. And your professional skating career is done. Exactly. And this is how you broke your hip. You have to <laughs> yeah, explain man. to everyone, I broke my hip because I was skating too hard at my daughter's birthday yeah, party. Dude. Yeah, and dude, it was. I just remember it made me think of something about Mary when the, he gets taken out for the Frankenbeans. Like him just getting taken out of the stretcher was so humiliating. Because it's like all, Did he do all your friends are there with their kids. Right. So all the kids are watching. <laughs> Daughter's crying. People are, it's pandemonium. Did he do thumbs up and everyone start cheering? I don't remember, dude. Like okay. football player. Yeah. But you know he's okay. Dude, I got a story in news uh, later about uh, injuries from uh, from pickleball. That's what we did on over the weekend. My son is so into pickleball now. Yeah. So, like, he's like, you got to go, you know. And everybody we know, Eulet's into it. Everybody we know is talking about getting into it. So we've been doing it a time or two. And, man, it was so fun. And I was talking to the security guy there, and uh, I he, he mentioned something about injuries. And I got a whole story about the uh, the common injuries that are that are happening, but what what would be the injuries at roller skating? I'm assuming like broken wrists and cut yeah, hips, broken arms, broken you know ankles. But nobody went down while you were there except for yourself. I, I went down. I've been yeah. a lot of dislocations. 
Yeah, I bet so too. Concussions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People running into the walls. Tailbones. No, tailbone nobody wearing helmets. One one child was wearing a helmet. She looked really cute. Man, I I don't know, man. I I think I would I think I would be that dad. Well, you know what's funny? My friend Abby and uh, her husband Matt, they're doctors and like, you know, they are very protective parents. Like, you know, the kids always have helmets if they're right, on their right, bike right. or whatever. So I was surprised to see that they did not helmet these kids yesterday, which I was proud because I'm like, all right, they're letting the leash out a little bit. You know, they're letting them fly. That's cool. Um, but they were all right. I mean, these kids felt second nature on that roller rink. They just yeah. went nuts. It's so good. That's awesome. Well, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. You left on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I left Wednesday. Did you, did you, did I... Did you share a picture with us, or was that was that a public picture with who you were hanging with on a sports car or something? I think I put it out publicly. Oh, okay. You did. Well, tell us. Yeah. Tell us the highlights. Yeah. Oh, man. Went to Andiamo's Steakhouse. Oh, this had, is the place with your famous tomahawk? Oh, uh, and it did not disappoint. And I took people. You know when you take people to a place and you've recorded it, and you're like, God, I hope that you feel, like, responsible. I, I remember oh, this one. No, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And everybody was... Beside themselves. So this is yes. a this is a basement place in like this is one of the off strip. It's in the D Hotel on Fremont Street. Nothing the saddest or the saddest casino floor to walk through because it's like the idea was to have like the, the all the women the dealers are all like women in like flapper outfits, which sounds good in theory, but it's such a sad. And then they have pedestals in between the uh, <laughs> the gaming tables where they have to eat take shifts dancing while you play table games but no one's in there playing so it's just like dead-eyed women in flapper girl outfits like doing very uninspired dance moves on pedestals where i'm like this is wow. make let them down I always, let them go <laughs> i always forget what a flapper outfit is and i looked it up so yeah. just to just for everybody out there that's that's wondering yeah it's just, they're like it's like that uh it's like a cocktail dress from the yes. 20s from the speakeasy yeah, yeah there's yeah. a little sexier version of those but sequined and friends right, yeah, they right. all match you know and there's it's something just, hanging off the so sleeves when, when you walk through the the floor of the casino you're just like oh wow this is this is some old vegas sadness here but if you go up the escalator there's a little tucked away old italian steakhouse called joe vicari's andiamo's steakhouse and man it is excellent all the food was good. Everything we ordered. And they have like a, this, they give you this bread that has like an eggplant tapenade that they yeah. make in house. <sighs> I wish I could bring it home. Yeah, what is You would love taste? it. This you would love delicious. it. Is this kind of a budget restaurant? Uh, <laughs> no, 4.4. 4. It's, it's actually very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, 4.4 4, um, on Yelp. And wow. it has three dollar signs. So I think it's, is it, is it, what's the max? Four or five? Five. I don't know. Okay. I thought it was It's fine. a little more affordable than like four. eating. It's probably like 20 to $30 cheaper a plate than if you go to a, like a steakhouse on the strip. Hey, it yeah. says it's very romantic. Mm. Normally business style casual, but as of late, they've been pretty chill on the dress code. Used to have a dress code there. They did. They chilled out on that because it's Vegas and it's America sucks. America wears Crocs now and they need the business. So <laughs> What is it called one more time? The restaurant? Uh, Andiamo's. A-N-D-I-A-M-O-S. Dude, their hot dog looks amazing. Yeah, I think you're on the wrong website. Oh. That's A-N-W. <laughs> ah, yes, sorry. I'm going to tweet I it out for the, the listenership. The filet is 39 bucks. The porterhouse is 45 The tomahawk is. Uh, let's see. I'm, that I'm, looked beautiful, by the way. Yeah. My mouth watered just taking a little peek at that. So did you clear it? I cleared it. How I shared many, it. How many I shared it with. It was? I think it's 32, but it's <laughs> bone-in, so, you uh. know. 
Start with the bone, and then and you I've finish. learned my lesson. I don't go too hard on the sides because I always think I'm going to eat, and then I'm like, oh, I got all these sides to throw away. So what did you get on the side? Sorry. We did family style, so we got, uh, I think, some creamed spinach. We got some, uh, they have, uh, like, cauliflower au gratin, mm. and then uh, what else did we have? It was good. Truffle whip mashed potatoes. Dang. Everything's good. It's, a, it's just a good experience, and it is kind of like... So very much a throwback to like uh, 1950s Rat Pack. It's cool. If the inside, like it. it's like very, all the booths are like kind of those semicircle booths, and they got curtains to pull if you want to pull the curtains. Nice. It's very, uh, very, uh, very cool. That's where you can do all your business. Yeah, it's very old school. Yeah, I loved so, it. So everybody liked it. Everybody five out of five. Everybody five out of five did. Uh, then we uh, we hung out for a night, and then uh, we went to breakfast. Uh, at a place called Pepper Mill, which I loved. It looks like someone said yes to every cocaine-fueled idea you've ever come up with. And I dig places like that where I'm like, this was a... Everybody got zooted out and just started building this place. What in the world it's is like this? It's like mirror... The waiting area was just like hearts and fireplaces and mirrors and old Stevie Nicks videos playing. And I was like, yeah, this is dope. Old Bonnie Tyler. It looked cool. Yeah. It was cool. Everything's and then we had now. breakfast with the Queen of Las Vegas... Jenna Jameson, which I told Riz I would try to wait till Tuesday to give the full account, but I will say she was very nice. Her and her wife uh, had breakfast with us, and uh, it was really interesting because she is literally the queen of Las Vegas. She was born there, mm -hmm. uh, went to high school there, and they came in a secret entrance. Oh, what? Wow. Everybody knows them. Like this, the workers all know her. Everybody knows Jenna Jameson. She this, is the queen this, of Las Vegas. At this pepper mill place? Yeah, and she's like, they parked in a special parking lot. I'm like, she's like, oh, yeah, pretty much everywhere I go, like this, I come in the back way. Get out like of here. Like she's that's got great. the old uh, Ray Liotta that's, entrance through the that's kitchen. That's the key to the city. Yeah. yeah. So that's the <laughs> that's real key right. to the, the city. The key to the dude. back door of every restaurant. That is the key. Yeah, it's pretty cool. City. She did not come in the front door. She came through like a, she was escorted in the back way. So. How appropriate. Good for her. Man. Deserves it. And uh, people were pretty respectful, you know, for the most part. So it was cool. And uh, we had breakfast and some interesting conversations. And then we all took pictures in front of a Toyota Camry. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Who's Camry? Her, her, her wife. wife, because we were all laughing at how committed Tina and I were to being a Toyota family. And her wife was just like us, like talking about, like she drives a Rolls Royce SUV. She's like, it's the only thing I'm bougie about is my car. And she's like, I married this Hoosier who, like, thinks she, she got a tricked-out Camry because right. she thinks it's cool. She got it, like, all mag-wheeled out. It was pretty cool. It was a cool Camry. Uh, so it was kind of funny. And her, her wife is a social media. Yeah, her wife's really cool. I, I love how she calls everybody Pumpkin. Hey, Pumpkin. Like, they met on social, they met on TikTok, right? I think so. So, um, Jenna Jameson started following, I can't remember her name, her wife's name, but um, started following her and really enjoyed her energy and then, like, connected with her on TikTok. Uh, and I, I love her, her energy a lot. She's just good people, seems like. She doesn't take any crap. Let's see, her wife's name is uh, Jessie Lawless. Yep, Jessie Lawless. That is correct. Lucy's sister. What does she, uh, what, what does she do on TikTok? She's kind of old school, like survival. I mean, a lot of it is kind of like she's sponsored by like uh, what's that? What's that monthly? 
Survival kit. Boy's I, life. No, I feel like you would have a subscription to this. It's like a box that comes that has knives and like oh, flints. Yeah, and right, like, right, right. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Survival gear. <laughs> right. It's like a survival box you get monthly. Shoot, what is that called? I don't have that, but I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, there's though. a couple. All right. That's so, awesome. uh, yeah, she was cool. She was very, uh, she's from Alabama. She was very down home, you know, stuck out like a sore thumb in Vegas. Very cool. But like owned it. She owned the fact that she was like, Alabama Fish out of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a pimped out Toyota. She yeah, we had pep talks. Like, actually, when you love her, she like does motivational pep talks on Sweet. TikTok. Yeah, that's my vibe. I love it. Yeah. This Peppermill place, by the way, very famous in a lot of music videos. First of all, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and George Wallace was filmed there. Hmm. Adam Lambert did a video there. Mm-hmm. Carlos Santana, Feeling It Coming Back music video was there. And Avenged Sevenfold, Bat Country. That's probably where you recognize it. Nice. Neato. The Bat Country music video. It was cool. So, yeah, Vegas was fun, and then we drove to L.A. and did shows in the Ontario Improv in L.A. Had fun there, and then yesterday I got to hang with the one and only legend, Mike O'Hearn, who may be better known as Titan. Yes. From the original American Gladiators. And the only one that kept himself in shape enough to be in the new version of the American. He was in both versions of the American Gladiator, the only Gladiator to be in both. Wow. Dude looks awesome. He's ripped out of his mind, dude. (laughs) Big boy. He oiled up with some kind of shimmer, body shimmer, had glitter on it. What did he smell like? Dude. Did he smell okay? Uh, Not as good as you want him to. Damn it. Sorry. Look at this picture. For 6'3", 251, uh, let's see, Mike O'Hearn, known as Titan. The dude looks like if you took a Ken doll mm. and just boosted it full of muscles. Yeah. You take what's Zach from Say by the Bell yeah, and turn him into a Ken doll. Yes, yes. It's Zach as a Ken doll. Was he really on romance novel covers? Yeah. Like he's the model on yes. your grandma's romance novel. Dude, his house is exactly what you would think Zoolander's house would be like. <laughs> yes. It was like it just pictures of him everywhere. <laughs> Why not? Dude, it was awesome. If you look at his smile, it doesn't matter what picture he's in. He looks like he, one of those guys that sleeps smiling. Yeah. Like yeah. Get out of it. He lays down and goes, ha. I well, look at, did he, did you ask him about like whenever he gets up in the morning, is it like Christian Bale and American Psycho? Like that regimen, like he gets up. Yeah. Like the steam room, you know, he works yeah, out. Yeah. He tans. Talks to himself. He had a gym. I went aftershave, alcohol <laughs> yeah. free because it doesn't dry out the skin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's hyper. I've never been. They were so cool. So then, like, some people came over for a barbecue at his house, and one of the guys has a Hallmark movie. He's like, he's good, super good looking. Uh, and it turns out the dude, his name, his name is Jesse Cove, and his dad is Martin Cove, who you may know as Moon. Ah. The the bad guy dojo instructor from Karate Kid. No. Old 80s oh, actor yeah. Martin no Cove. So his son is an actor who just has a Hallmark movie coming out today on Peacock and Hallmark. If you guys are into that. That's right. What, what's his what's his son's name? Jesse Cove. Jesse Martin Cove. Cove was in all of the karate kids, Rambo, First yeah. Blood Part Two, oh, yeah. Steel and Justice, and Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah, quintessential 80s bad guy. Very cool. Wow. Uh, and he FaceTimed, he called his son while I was there. So I was like, by third degree, looking like, I look like the bad guy from Karate Kid, the kid, Johnny. I got to talk to Martin Cove and my life kind of came full circle. <laughs> yeah, dude, his his face is 80s villain. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Has, he, he can't be, 
He can't be cast as anything nice. He's Although his, his son looks like a nice guy. He was, yeah, he was he, a nice guy. He didn't get villain he, face. You could definitely tell him, because he goes, I got a Hallmark movie coming out, and I go, uh, which small town did you move to to start a Christmas tree farm? And he <laughs> yeah. goes, honestly, dude, you're not too far off. And I was like, I know that I'm not. Uh, he was a super nice guy, but it, it was like everyone there was so good looking. And then all these bodybuilders came over, dude, and they started cooking so much meat. <laughs> it was insane, dude. They were just like, there was a guy there that like, you just he's call me chef. This guy just looked like he was like five foot three, but like two hundred and eighty pounds of solid muscle. It's the first time that I ever felt safe in an environment yeah, where I was really? like, dude, I feel like there's eight people here who could pick me up and take me to bed if I fell asleep. Just Aww. carry me out of here like a baby. <laughs> Cause I'm usually the biggest guy at the party, and these guys were just monsters. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> and he has cooked for the guy cooking had cooked burgers for four presidents. So he had cooked for George W., Trump, Bush, or wait, that's George W., Obama, Trump, and. But only burgers. Biden. Only burgers. He's like, his specialty is like he cooks burgers. Wow. And he's like, he cooked wow. in the White House. <clears throat> Calling the burger guy. Yeah, he was yeah. the burger guy. It's cra It was the a weird day, guy. man. It There's was a president a real that needs a burger. It was a fun, weird day. But burger he was. emergency. He's he's self aware, which I love. Like his whole, if you follow his TikTok, Michael Hearn's whole TikTok is just like him doing regular stuff with his shirt off. With <laughs> what is love, baby? Don't hurt me. <laughs> it's like it's the only song on all of his TikToks, <laughs> and he puts on like glittery body shimmer, and it's just like uh. him like taking out the trash. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like he's hyper aware of like. His phys like he's famous for this. Yeah, you know? right. He was like the the new Fabio after Fabio fell off. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. So he was like the romance novel guy. And if you look at his look at his pictures, you can't tell when they're taken because he all he looks the same he age. Looks the same. Yeah. yeah. Every single time. Yes, but I it was weird being around and with our group mixing with their groups. We called it the Fatties and the Natties United because they're like they're all about like natural bodybuilding. <laughs> and we were all there, and I was like, "Is it disgusting for you guys to even just look at us?" <laughs> <laughs> like, just be honest. Do you look at me and be like, what a wasted well, potential? How did you find yourself <laughs> yeah, in you Zoolander's there? home? Uh, we all liked this video. It was totally, we thought he was funny. And he was, he liked, he followed uh, Tammy or Chelsea online. And he's like, you guys should come over and let's just make videos together. So we made, I got some stuff coming out this week. Neato. Come over and have some stuff. Presidential burgers. Yeah. yeah. We did, because we have the same haircut right now. My hair's in the in-between and he kind of has like the guest on haircuts. So it's like... Uh, and you both have bright blue eyes. We that, do that have side that. Side by side, you could you could body double for him. Yeah, yeah, it was it. almost a perfect match, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it was hard yeah, for geez. a minute. We were both like, "Is this a mirror?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was a cool dude, though, in software. But I will say this, man, and we can move on. The it was the first time you ever, I've never been around a group of people that are so because you're talking about how he seems like he sleeps smiling, and I'm like, I'm that is their profession. They're bodybuilders. Like, the way they present themselves physically. I've never been around a group of people who are more hyper-aware of how they're physically how preventing they themselves at all times. Because I was, like, watching through the window while they were just trying to hang out at a barbecue. And everyone was, like, perfect. Like, right, right. even their moves were very calculated. Like, when he lifts a beer, yeah, his, his yeah. peck goes poop, poop. Yeah, nobody... <laughs> One guy walked in, and then w there was this other dude, this, like, 60-year-old guy who's, like, he's on the cover of Men's Fitness. He showed up. Like, the hottest old guy I've ever seen. Like, I'd probably bang this guy. For what was real. his name? Oh, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, 
the hottest old guy I've ever seen. Yeah. Like Larry we King? Take we take we Clark. <laughs> Hold Clark. on. His name was Clark. What is his last name? Clark, hottest guy. Clark Bartram. Look up Bartram. Clark. Bartram. Bartram. This dude's hot. Thomas Bellin? Clark Bartram. He's like a fitness coach for men over 50, and this guy showed up and, like, Got big arms, that's for sure. Yeah. He's got like 25 oh abs. Tiny underwear. Yeah, he's got like 37 abs, I think. Damn. He's got abs on his abs. And he's 60 years Very old. Cool. And dude, it was just funny because people would walk in and like, they're so tuned into that stuff. Some guy walked in, he goes, you leaning up? Guy hadn't said hi to anybody. He goes, you leaning? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And he goes, put your shoulders back. You're slouching. Mm. Oh my he goes, goodness. Nobody wants to see you walking around all sad like that. He's like, pop him back, be a man. And I'm like, God. Like, guy I'm sorry, I'm Rafe. Yeah, this guy didn't even put his, yeah, he didn't say that to me, but I was oh. like, but I thought about it. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah I, I hear you. My shoulders back. I'm a man. That's why we yeah. were all sitting at a table and I'm like, we're all slouched over eating cheeseburgers. I'm like, they probably are disgusted by us. <laughs> but they say when you ask that question, no one said anything. Did they have bread with the burgers? <laughs> I need to know. Like, were they eating carbs? They did. Oh, dude, they were eating so many carbs. It was yeah. cheat day, I think. But I also, like, they work out so much, they have to load. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I could also, oh, I'm sorry. I was say, I could also see them not realizing what you even look like. So they're like, uh, get back to me now. Let's yeah, look yeah, at me yeah. again. Yeah, What's they the, didn't really. What's the dessert spread or something like that? Mm. Here's the crazy thing no desserts, no sides. It was just, just a meat party, and everyone left. It was like they cooked up 50 hamburgers, then he cooked up a bunch of skirt steak, then he cooked up five tomahawks, and they all just ate meat. Any it was like a protein party. Any bread. There were buns for the burgers, and that's it. And there was no potato salad. There was no coleslaw. There was no So if I eat no like sides, that, dude. then that's how I'll look. Wow. Apparently. Okay. So just eat tomahawks. As much red meat as you can get in your body, and wow. I'm sure there's no long-term downside to that, man. <laughs> well. But I digress. Uh, it, it was a fun. Shows were great. All shows sold out. Everything was great. Dang, and man. And then this we'll dude flies rest. in last night, and you got in at, what, 2 a.m.? Oh, dude. I paid the piper to hang out with Michael Hearn, that's for <laughs> sure. I'm going on, like, one hour sleep. Like, it was fun, but my flight got delayed. I got in. I was supposed to get in at 11 o'clock our time. I got in at 12. And then I told you guys, uh, I flew out southwest and I flew back American. and thought I was smart because I parked in the garage. And then I was like, dang, I'm on the other side of the airport. <laughs> and now you got to wait for a shuttle that won't At midnight come. that doesn't come. I'm just letting you know the shuttles don't come. You got to call somebody. <laughs> I stood there for 30 minutes, called someone, and then the lady had to poop. Oh, no. My shuttle lady. In the middle of the... Shout out to her. She picked me up, and she's like... It was one of those things, like, she goes, you going to Lot A? And I go, no, I'm going to Terminal 2. And she goes, all right. <laughs> she just like, even she knew the shuttle wasn't coming. And then I got on. It was me and one other girl, and she goes, oh, Lord. <laughs> I got to make a pit stop. And I go, what's going on? And she's like, I'm about to mess myself. And, dude, she was driving on two wheels, like Dukes of Hazard. Luggage was going. Me and this other girl were, like, flying on both. And I'm like, this lady has got to poop so bad. So And she, I don't know why she didn't just get out and go in the airport, but she drove way out to where they keep the buses. So she drove, so like... So you went further than where she could have dropped you off at. So much further. Maybe she was afraid. Like, she didn't want to... Somebody would steal the bus at the airport or something, you know? Well, I don't know. She asked me to watch it, so it didn't seem like she was too concerned, because she just she was like, oh, I don't want to turn the heat off. Can you just watch... Don't let anybody get in here. And I go, you got it. And she just went in for, like, 15, Aww. 20 minutes, was gone, came back out. She's like, whoo! 
I'm embarrassed. I'm getting older. And that just came out of nowhere. And I go, lady, you couldn't have had a better passenger right. for this. Yeah. 20 minutes? If anyone understands. So what the other lady It was think? a while. Lambert strikes again. The other lady got out. She was in the lot. She was in the adjacent lot, and she just got out and walked to her car. Okay. So then it's just me and this lady riding back to Terminal yeah. 2. Yeah. That is so good. She was cool. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what would you do this weekend? Nothing that exciting. I know, man. It's, yeah. hard, it's hard to top no, the I, uh Yeah. I hung out with the HVAC guy, the uh, house rebuilder. Right on. Uh, so it was pretty wild, wild times at, in my world. But, no, it was. Uh, I had a, actually a pretty good weekend, but it wasn't that exciting. If that makes sense. Anything exciting? Well, yeah, I went to uh, a deal on Saturday night at my buddy Nathan's house, and he is awesome. And his all, wife. And, all proteins. Yeah, all no proteins. No sides. No pants. It was great. <laughs> we had a good time. Uh, shout out to Jed from Redbird. That's uh, my HVAC guy. He uh, he was there. And uh, and what's cool about Here's the good thing from that. He has an RV he hasn't used yeah. uh, much. And he told me, I got an extra truck. You could take that RV. You got to go practice, but he's like, use it whenever you want. So, dang, right on. It's that's, happening. That's cool. Yeah, thank you, Jed. Did you guys find yourself on your phones a lot? I, when I'm when I'm out and about, I am constantly finding myself wishing that I had taken more pictures or, or something. Oh yeah, but I I forget. Are you guys? Phone, I love taking pictures. No, I got my phone out. I'm I, I'm a forgetter. Are you? And it's a well. Also, I got a clear this thing because it's full now. Oh, you don't have any memory. So I can't even open, like a lot of times apps won't even open right now. This is a mess. I thought of our show because we like to shame each other for our phone habits. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's, I mean, all of us, like, you know, that's it's kind of, it's kind of our thing. And I I found this article where it was the, the four phone habits that could be signs of anxiety. Bring them forth. Number one, doom scrolling. Constantly searching for disturbing news, even though that news never makes you feel any better. This could be both a sign of anxiety and even the cause of your anxiety in the first place. Number two, avoiding people by using your phone. Mm. Have you ever acted like you were on your phone to avoid talking to somebody, maybe out in public? If you're avoiding real-life interactions in favor of your phone, it could be also a sign of anxiety. Wow. Number three, the inability to put your phone down. This got, is me. We got an email about this recently too, and and we'll uh, we'll help out the emailer later. But if you have trouble separating from your phone, especially at times when you when you don't need it, this can point to anxiety. Like when you're exercising, maybe going to bed, or in your, you're in a work meeting, you're constantly just grabbing, picking up, grabbing, picking up. That's you. That's me. Like I don't do the doom scrolling. I don't do what was number two. The uh Avoiding people? I don't avoid people, but with the constant need. I, I'm just so interested in what's in my phone. And it is hard. Like, I've tried to make a conscious effort lately to just put it down or walk away from it. Because I'm one of those people. I like to respond to people quick. All right. Pull it out. Okay. What's your uh, what's your da- daily average right now? Ooh, where do you find that at? Uh, you got to go to a general and then screen time. All right. Didn't there used to be a thing where it shows you how many times you pick it up? Like the pickups? I don't know. Uh, something like that. Screen time. Screen time. My average. Here we go. Well, I'm down 47% from last week. So, Well, that's just for today. Just, just for today. Hit the, hit the week. My daily week. average is 58 minutes total. What about you guys? Mm. What you got, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what you got? What is your I kind of feel like you made this article up just to brag I about know, your I screen just, time. I promise, I promise I just pulled this up. No, I believe yeah. you. I, I promise. Mine is, is. So hit weekly. What's yours? 58? Mine's 58 minutes. Mine is 
57 minutes. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. No way. That's amazing. High five. You Wait, <laughs> mine is six hours and 18 minutes. Are you serious? That's what it says. Daily? Okay, I feel better now. That's what it says, but I will tell you this. You're I leaving something open. I leave my phone open. I leave stuff open, oh, so I don't yeah. know. I, I could. That's a lot of time. I don't think I spend that much time on it. But I'll have, you got to understand, like, I do this show with... Oh, with your screen open. With my screen that's open. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. that's probably four hours a day that mm -hmm. I'm sitting here with my phone. I either have the YouTube stream up to answer chat. I don't know if that counts. I don't know what's being counted. I think all that, right? <clears throat> Even so if you're I'm sure, watching YouTube for podcasts or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that skews. We got to learn. Mine, mine says three hours and eight minutes, but... That's not bad. That's yeah, not, that, seems, mm. that seems reasonable. Yeah. I don't have the average, although I'm, I'm curious as to what the average is. Uh, number four is uh, panic when your phone isn't working. Anybody get nervous or panicky if your phone dies or if it doesn't have oh, Wi-Fi? Man. I don't like it whenever you go hiking or something and your phone you don't you can't call anybody. I do get a little panicky in that way. Or if you drive in and there's no cell reception. Yeah. I just hate that I might break down and I can't get what I need possibly. I guess I don't think about it. I kind of I kind of appreciate it when I can't like anytime we go um, somewhere where it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like ah that's like the universe t taking. Making me take a break. Mm -hmm. You know That's what I mean? Good. It like almost kind of like frees you up in this weird right. sort of way. You don't feel that way at all? I don't. And King Scott and I have talked before. We want to do a survival show. Heck yeah. Where you and I learn how to do things. Yeah. I mean, you probably already know how to do a lot of these wilderness things. But, you know, as far as a car goes, I, I know how to change a tire. But if something else happens, one time I was stranded, which wasn't a bad thing, at a winery down in southern Illinois. <laughs> and my, my TLX would not... Turn out like it would just it wasn't on, I, and then my Hoosier uncles had to come and rig something under the hood, and they got me back on the road so I could drive home to St. Louis. But after spending a few hours at the at the winery, yeah, I wasn't good. driving, oh. and so you know, but I wanted to get home, and I didn't know what to do in that she situation. So, yeah. you still ever use a BRB? You ever text BRB? No. Get this: kids on TikTok are now obsessing over outdated terms that make people sound old. So this is we're the targets here. Here's another one. If you step away from your computer and you type BRB or you text BRB, obviously short for be right back, you are considered ancient. Young people now claim that they never use it, and there's probably a good reason. It's because they're never away from their phones or computers. So everybody has their phone on them constantly. You don't need to write BRB very often. The discussion kicked off after somebody posted a photo of what using a computer used to mean in the early 2000s. It's a shot of an old computer desk with a tower computer, a keyboard, monitor, mouse pad, speakers. And it's even got the built-in CD tower that those desks uh, always had. Another person retweeted the photo and said something that resonated a lot with millennials and Gen Xers. Quote, it was kind of nice when the Internet was a single, solitary, unmoving place instead of a terror that extends to everywhere. You went to the specific spot to go to the Internet, and when you left the spot, you left the Internet. It was a place. And I hate to, say like an old, uh, I hate to sound like an old guy. Yeah. kind of miss that, man. I love oh, the yeah. BRB. And AIM. AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, BRB. BRB. It's because it was like a nice way to be like, I'm going to be a minute. Right. And people gave you a minute. Yeah. Now everybody yeah. expects you to be constantly talking. You know, and when you don't, they get upset. I will say my kids are constantly making fun of whatever it is that I'm texting back or however. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to keep it simple now and I'm just doing the thumbs up or the heart. Good. And even that makes me feel like, ah, I'm probably doing something wrong. Get this though. So they're upset with us for using BRB, but this... <laughs> Just hit. Dig your Sports Illustrated football phone out of the attic because okay. your teenage daughter might want it. Why? Old school landline forwards with a cord. 
or a new trendy thing for Gen Zers. <laughs> Didn't we just Neato. cut the cord last week? Everybody said that get, landlines are going out. Get this, get this. Retro stuff from the 90s and early 2000s is huge right now in general. It also includes flip phones and original iPads. Most established adults ditched their landline a few years ago. Uh, because you don't need one anymore. Right. And the New York Post asked young people to explain the fascination. Corded phones, obviously a lot less convenient, obviously, but one girl called them cute and romantic, says she loves to talk and twirl the little cord. It makes her feel like she's on Sex and the City. Yeah, I get that. Wow. Apparently the character Carrie used to uh, have a cordless phone on the show and was always twirling the cord. Well, she had that, but then she also had the cordless phone. Which she would walk, you know, Carrie Bradshaw had both phones at her house. And there was an itty-bittiest little apartment. She did not need two phones. Now there's, now they're <laughs> saying that uh, the same girl was uh, trying to secure a uh, answering machine, but she could not remember the name of it and called it a voicemail machine. Uh-huh. And said that her and her friends like the thrill of not knowing who's calling because it doesn't have caller ID. Right on. If you still have a Garfield phone, remember the Garfield phones? Yes. Mm -hmm. That is listed right now for over $200 on eBay. Damn. Uh, I have a Mickey Mouse one, so you're saying they sell that bad boy. This is the time. What about the hamburger phone? Retiring that thing. Remember that thing? What's a hamburger phone? Hamburger phone. And in in the movie Juno, she has one too, but I remember the hamburger phone. I think it was a McDonald's phone, honestly, that they had in the 80s and 90s. And it was a flip phone that you... Oh my gosh, that's awesome. It is awesome. And so you open up the burger patty and you're talking on a patty. You can dial on the lettuce or Dude, whatever. Dude, does it smell like one? That'd be great. Wait, this is a... Is it? Is that USB? Oh, is there one for USB? I don't know. I think There were several of those. They're making a few of these now. This is ridiculous. Like, what would you call them? Novelty phones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember the football helmet. The one. lips? Oh, I wanted the, the lips oh, so bad. Yeah. I had the neon, the light-up phone. It, mine was blue, neon blue, and it was clear, so you could see the light and all the wiring in it. Mm. Dude, it was so cool. And then I had a my own, my mom was cool, and she didn't want to deal with my friends, so I had my own phone line in the 90s, which was a whole nother level of elitism. And I had an answering machine. And I used to, I think I've talked about it before on the show that I used to record No Doubt spider webs because she says like, sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking through the spider web. That was my <laughs> voicemail message that I thought was so cool. Dude, did you guys ever get caught on the voice, uh, I almost said voice machine, on the, uh, on the answer machine? Like, okay, so remember when it would, when it would ring mm-hmm. and if pick the answer machine would pick you. up, yeah, and then you pick up while it's doing it yes. and you forget that it's recording. Yes. Boy, I tell you what, Don't my you parents. Don't you say anything. My parents learned a lot about my first girlfriend relationship because uh oops man whoops picked it up while the answering machine was going and the whole conversation we must had a fancy one because you if that happened you pick up it turns off oh we didn't have that but my dad he worked for the phone company so he always had the latest greatest tech with that fancy yeah you know what's fun about having friends that have kids now just thinking of my friend yesterday she got they got their son an apple watch and so now he can call like five people on his Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. And so he called me. I was one of his first calls. I didn't know the number when it came through, but having friends with kids, this is like a second wind of prank calls, <laughs> random phone, because the kids want to talk. They mm-hmm. think it's so cool to be able mm-hmm. to call anyone. Yeah. And so once they get that first flip phone or, you know, Apple Watch or whatever they're getting and they have the ability to call whomever they'd like, dude, yeah, the, it's exciting. I have some nieces and um, some of the younger ones. It's hilarious they'll call. And they're just excited. They'll steal their mom's phone to call. And then you're like, hey, you know, what's going down? Right. And you just hear the, <laughs> and, and you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And they just won't say any words or anything. And 
There's like, bye, hang up. Dude, I'll tell you what, every time, I wa- every time I'm talking on my watch, which is only, it only happens if my phone is ringing, I'm wearing the thing and I can't get to my phone, yeah. you know, if like I'm working on something, the little kid in me is just like, dude, my dreams came true. Because yes. this was Dick Tracy stuff. I know. Remember yeah. that? Like, Incredible. Oh, yeah. That's what my that's what my dad was showing me when I was like five or six, and like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool if you could talk to your friends through, through your wristwatch. Yeah, so crazy. So how how angry would you be if this happened? Uh, this was the story that is making its rounds th- this morning. On a scale of one to, I'm calling my lawyer. In January of last year, a guy in D.C. named John Cheeks, awesome name by the way, John Cheeks, bought a Powerball ticket. He checked the winning numbers online a day after the drawing, matched the jackpot. $340 million. Wow. This dude did everything right. Everything you're supposed to. Uh-huh. He took a photo of the ticket. He only told one other, uh, one other person about it. And then he went to cash it in and was told that he actually didn't win anything. Washington, D.C.'s official lottery site posted the wrong numbers. Huh. Instead of matching all five in the Powerball, he matched none of them. He's in the news now because he's suing Powerball and the D.C. Lottery, said that, says that they listed the wrong numbers for three days, and he wants them to pay up. Wow. How do we, Is it just because he won, they accidentally messed up those days? That sounds like a, a casino move. Mm. Dude, oh, you know. hit the jackpot, but our machine's broken, so you don't get it. Dude, anything. I called my boss at home and told him to stick it where the... I, like, the ramifications of he just has to really trump up what happened. He's just mm-hmm. to be like, dude, I burned yeah. some bridges thinking I had money coming. <laughs> yeah. Man. What if he did? You gotta give me something. Can you imagine? So his lawyer says that something similar happened last year with the Iowa lottery report, reporting bad numbers, and people who cashed in before that error got fixed were paid out, but no one hit the jackpot. It was like four to two hundred dollars. Okay. That's weird they're generous then. This dude's not even, or at least it doesn't sound like he's even expecting the full $340 million, but something. Right. Does he have a case, or should he shrug it off and move on? He does have a case. Uh, yeah, he has a big case. Three days? I That's mean, how are we supposed website. to know? Right. What, we, what you put out there yeah. is what you drew. That's what we're all supposed to expect, and I mean, yeah, it sucks that they had a, but an I hope, error. Do they have they video footage it. of their... I'm sure they do. Draw- okay. I would say no, he does not. As much as I would like for him to have a case, I would say <clears throat> he's probably screwed, and that sucks. Well, if it's anything else, I guess, other than casinos, Unless you'd you probably get, a- get some money, but this is part of that world, so they don't help you. Well, I would just imagine there's still that old Powerball drawing where they do it live, and there's like a lady, <laughs> you know. Okay. There's somebody in the room. There's got to be some sort of like... uh. I don't know what you would call it, but like oversight. Oversight. It was, for, it was posted for three days. Yeah, posted it on a website, numbers. a social media error. I don't know if you can, you know, hmm. if they have video of the numbers being drawn and, and he matched none of them. It's not like he was a number off. None, but 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 on the. So they, the, somebody just posted wild numbers. Yeah, on the incorrectly posted, like he yeah. hit the jackpot. The jackpot that John thought he won eventually grew to over $750 million, and then somebody in Washington State won it. Uh, here's uh, here's some audio from it. Hey, uh, this ticket is no good. Just throw it in the trash can. And I, I gave him a, a stern look. I said, uh, in the trash can. He goes, oh, yeah, just throw it away. You, you're not going to get paid. There's a trash can right there. There is precedent for this. A similar case happened in Iowa where a mistake was uh, admitted to by a contractor and they paid the winnings out. Dude, that's insane. I just don't. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't get how yeah. that can happen, man. Because if it's on the official website, that's the... I mean, I think posting it to the official website is similar to the drawing. Yeah. In in a way, you know, and yes, it's not somebody pulling out the balls and this, it's, you know, 15, 42, 28 or however they do it on the TV. But you're posting it to an official place and saying, hey, this, these are the numbers. So I think he does have a little bit of a case there. He's not going to get obviously a full fortune, but I think he's going to get something. I hope he can get something. Yeah. Or. It'd be really dope if the person who won the seven hundred fifty million was like, heard the story. Mm. Oh, dude! I was that'd like, be dude, rad. not as cool, but I'll at least give you like a million bucks. Yeah, that's still life changing money. You yeah. know what I mean? Like something. Yeah, that would be. Throw really some nice. good karma out there, <clears throat> dude. I found a, uh, I found an article. I can't find it right now. That would be really hard not to swing on somebody. Dude, I know. If they said that to And me. like you said. If I thought I had $350 million and they were that flippant about, like, throw it in the trash. You know what you should do with that ticket? <laughs> Wad it up in a ball. Stick it up your butt. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm like, you, you could have been me? a little nicer about it and been like, show me some empathy of some sort. <laughs> it's insanity, man. And like you said, I, I can imagine this guy's probably already setting up exactly how mm-hmm. he's quitting his yeah. job. Yeah, he's flipped off every person that's ever wronged him and said, I'm out. And he, if he spent money on... A money manager, all those kind of things, right. you know, all the business side of stuff. Uh, the other ooh. thing that sucks ooh. is, like, <clears throat> no, the state has no skin in the game. Do you know what I mean? This isn't like uh, this isn't like a, a, a furniture store accidentally posted a couch for a dollar, yeah. and now everybody wants to buy this couch for, and they're all going to, the, the, they're always going to be money in the kitty because we're going to keep buying lottery tickets until civilization stops. Yeah. So it's like the money's there. They could give him something. They yeah. could take five million out of the next jackpot and just give it to this well, guy. They also, it's not going to affect anything. And how much they keep? Like half of basic. If you win seven hundred something thousand, doesn't somehow the they get to keep? There should be like a, half of there it. There should be like a five percent goof. Uh, goof tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goof tax. Like oh, oh, sorry, sorry. We botched this. We owe you five percent of what uh, you thought bad. you won because Surprise of our mistake. It's kind of like when you bet on the dealer getting 21. It's like they have some sort of like, for an extra dollar on your Powerball ticket, you can buy the you can buy into the goof pool. If we accidentally post the wrong numbers, you win. So I get this. I, 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 found, this, uh, I, I found this article. You reminded me of it when you were talking about, you know, this guy probably quitting his job. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're finally ready to tell your boss to shove it, like this guy probably was, then you, uh, you, maybe you really want them to regret to regret what a jerk they were. So this tracks. A poll found one in eight people have strategically timed their resignation to cause, quote, maximum disruption for their employer. <laughs> for example, you're ready to quit now because you just won $340 million. Uh, but you know your boss really needs to know, uh, ne- really needs you at that big sales meeting next Thursday, so you wait until Wednesday to quit. Or in radio, you wait right until before you go on air. Here are a few more stats from the poll. Get this. Number one, the most common ways we quit are in person, over email, and 19% have ghosted a boss. Hmm. Zero communication, just poof, vanished. One in ten have also quit via a text. Number two, just because you ghost them doesn't mean you're totally gone. More than 10% of us have written an emotionally charged review of a former employer on sites like Glassdoor. The top five words we use in those reviews are stressful, frustrating, disorganized, toxic, and overworked. Number three, more than half of us have wanted to yell or tell our boss off while quitting, but held back 
Even people who've done it don't feel too bad enough. 95% of us don't regret anything we've said while quitting a job. Hmm. Number four, more than one in 10 managers claim somebody has yelled at them while quitting, but they didn't deserve it. And number five, sometimes we hold back just to be nice. One in six people have lied in their feedback while quitting to spare their boss's feelings. That reminds me of the uh, coffee guy that hired the mariachi band. Oh, when it was in a, oh no, a marching band. Marching yeah, band to come guy. in and tell him that I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came in and did a did a full song. You guys ever quit a job in some gnarly way? Oh yeah. Yeah. Nah. Go on. I quit True Value in Murfreesboro, Illinois. Uh, or Murdale, who was in between Carbondale and Murfreesboro, the owner of the store was a, just a colossal prick. I mean, made people cry, like would just make his cashiers cry. Like just this dude was just a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. And I was doing Christmas trees. It was freezing outside, dude. It was like one of my first jobs. And I was like tying Christmas trees up to this, th- uh, like, Clothesline, it was just freezing cold. And like, we went in the greenhouse, me and the other guy. And it was probably like five degrees outside. And we were like sitting on a bale of hay, just trying to get out of the wind in the greenhouse. And he drove past and like stopped his car and he came in the greenhouse and like dressed us down about how he didn't pay us to sit and all. Just like went off. And I was like, dude, we're, we're literally waiting for what do you want us to do? We're out here waiting for people to come buy a Christmas tree. And then we had to like, Wrap it in twine, put it on their car. Like that was, I worked in lawn and garden. That was my job. I had to be outside all day. It was freezing cold. And it wasn't like we were out there taking a nap, playing cards. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? We'd like stepped in there for a second to like, just to get out of the wind. And he went off and I was upset about that. And then I went inside and he, we were hanging stuff inside on a ladder or something. He started yelling at a, he made one of the nicest ladies in the world, like ball her eyes out and run into the bathroom. And I did the thing we've all wanted to do at any one of those jobs. It's like, <clears throat> he came and started yelling at me about something, dude. And I took this six-foot ladder. <laughs> and I go, let me tell you what. I'll tell you what you can't do. What? And I took this ladder and launched it down the aisle of Christmas lights, dude. And it got sideways. And it just, like, took the whole top shelf of Christmas <laughs> oh, lights <no>. out. <laughs> and I go, you can can't say it on the air. I told him what he could do. And then I picked up the phone, put it on the intercom, and I lit him up. You did the intercom quit? Yeah, I did. No. Did the intercom quit. Oh. Attention shoppers. The owner of this store is a colossal prick, and you shouldn't shop here because he treats his employees terribly. And then I dropped, did the mic drop and left. Clean up on aisle Man, four. wow. Yeah. yeah, that's impressive. That's the only time. It's the only cool Did you feel story any remorse for that? Nah. No? Nah, this guy was wow. a turd. <laughs> I wonder if he still works there. Oh, he's long dead. Oh. Oh. Wowie. Zowie. And on that note. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Rafe just wished someone dead, by the way. uh He said, let's hope. He's been gone a while. He was was an old codger then, and I'm sure now he's. Yeah, there's a ladder filling up. But I don't know. Those people that. There's people that live a long time on spite, and he's one of those guys. He could spite. He could be a 100-year-old spite liver. (laughs) You are on fire. Uh, well, well, with that, let's welcome the Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis's home for blues hockey, Olivia Smith. Yeah, Olivia. Olivia. By the way, it's her birthday tomorrow. We couldn't have waited until tomorrow, so we did. Yeah. Happy early did birthday. Uh, we didn't have. Yeah, yeah happy, happy birthday tomorrow. She's from Belleville, Illinois. Uh, she's been a fan of the Riz Show ever since her fiance introduced it to her last year. 
Uh, thank you to the fiance who's been hooked ever since. She loves the additions of Learn and Rave to the show and always listens to the podcast at work or anytime she's doing household chores. Olivia appreciates uh, appreciates the hilarious games that are played, all of the content that the Riz Show brings to her mornings, and the great one-liners from everyone on the show. Olivia Smith is our Team Riz member of the day. Make sure you sign up at 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, the real deal for real deals. Since 1976, let Dobbs team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. Whether you drive a car, light truck, van, SUV, hybrid, or EV, 43 convenient locations all over town. They're going to help you choose the tires you need. Already sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed, with options that will definitely fit your family budget. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver February deals at go2dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews, they used their own tools. Um we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screenrooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, it's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville Fence and Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
Bob. You can hear us while you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Riz. Oh, Bev and Bob. Hey, will you, will you get a Bev and Bob update, Scott? Will you go yeah. look at their Facebook. I want to make sure they're okay. I know Bev went, in a minute. Bev went through some stuff last year, but they, 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 had, a, they had a comeback, right? Somebody was sharing their, yeah. their, their mm-hmm. latest video? I think so. It's Almost. been a few months, though. Has it? Mm-hmm. You, you checked in on them lately? No, no. Somebody sent us an email or something about an update with them last last year. and I want to get them in. Yeah. I'd like to meet them or have them play Point Fest or maybe Heck yeah. a Riz show event. I think that would go over really well for What's everybody. What's their... their... <laughs> Bev and Bob's Tea Garden? Is that the one? I don't think, no, uh, I don't think so. Here. You How'd don't, you guys even come across them? They're legends. Bob man. They were on um, E-bombs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they, they made their rounds. It was the uh, it was the Disturbed video that, 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 caught, really got, that really caught our attention. Mm-hmm. Caught everybody's attention, really. Well, caught yeah. the world by Billboard, storm. Billboard, everybody. Went, yeah, that really was... Went fire. That was a big deal. And then, uh, and then we got a hold of them. I mean, I think we were playing them a bunch. And somebody reached out, and they uh, they emailed back. Riz bought Dude. some merch. Riz has got the double dragon hoodie. What, what? Don't let the old man in. It's a Toby Keith cover they just dropped seven days ago. Oh, wow. In honor of the late yeah. Toby Keith. Man, they have Get It On as well as a T-Rex, T-Rex cover fairly recently. Bang a gong. Man, they know uh, what they're doing. Know. They know what they're doing. Yeah. These guys are on it, man. And they, I think it's Vegas in the background. Well, they Rafe, are, Rafe will like that one. They are celebrities. Yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Learn what do you got? Well, Crap on is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. The family of Beach Boys legend Brian Wilson has filed for a conservative conservatorship, revealing he is unable to care for himself after suffering from dementia. This is really sad. Uh, he's 81 years old. However, the family, you know, when we hear conservative torship, I know I can't say it very well. Um, when we hear that, we automatically go to the more prominent ones that we've heard about, obviously, Britney Spears. And we think, oh my gosh, they're not going to be able to do anything anymore. Brian Wilson's family promises that the 81-year-old will remain free to do whatever he would like to do. Uh, their statement added, Brian and the children living at home will be taken care of and remain in the home where they are cared for by a wonderful team at the house who have been put in place for many years to help take care of the family. And uh, Wilson's wife since 1995, Melinda, she says, um, you know, she's been able to help the musician retain control of himself amid a series of health issues, some caused even by his past addiction battles. So they do have his best uh, life in mind and hopefully uh, hopefully he can live out the remainder of his days being well cared for. Most people are here in the uh, sure, you know, the it's a trap. Yeah. Like, sure, they're going to let him still be in control. Right. Well, and I hope they do. I mean, it sounds like that's what they are putting out forward. They know how people judge this type of thing. But also, this man has dementia, and he's 81. Yeah, I think this is more common than you think. It probably is. But because he's a big big name, and those words have been in the the media recently for the Britney stuff and and all that. People People judge a little harshly. People get defensive. We now know another reason why Alex Van Halen has been so quiet since the death of his brother, Eddie, in 2020. Alex has been busy writing his autobiography titled Brothers. It's going to be 384 pages published by HarperCollins and out 
on October 22nd. Uh, no other real details were available when published. Um, this will be the third memoir by a memoir or by a member of Van Halen following David Lee Roth's Crazy from the Heat in 97 and Sammy's Red, My Uncensored Life in Rock from 2011. I look forward to this. Alex Van Halen's first memoir. Um, and he has been really quiet since Eddie's death. Obviously, David Lee Roth has been very outspoken. Wolfie's been very outspoken. Sammy's been very outspoken. Uh, Alex has always been quiet, though, hasn't he? Yeah, but I think that we've wanted to know what's going on. He hasn't said anything about doing a tribute to his brother. All of the drama with David Lee Roth and Sammy, he's been quiet. Even with his nephew, you know, being... I, I think Wolfgang Van Halen is very outspoken, and he'll throw stones at anybody who's coming at him about anything. Alex has been really reserved and I think really quiet with his grief. And so this book is probably going to be phenomenal. Are you going to read it? I will. Did yeah. you read the other two? I have uh, not read the other two, no. Um, I, do you read a lot of memoirs by rock musicians? Uh, no. No, no? I'm not, I, uh, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I understand. Uh, I don't like... <clears throat> Most like music docs and all those, like I don't, I don't know why I don't handle them very well. Um, Interesting. I, Does it get you anxious when you get back on the road or something? I don't know. I, I steer, I steer clear. The one that I did read, um, it's been probably ten years now, was U two by U two. That book is incredible. Was it great? Yeah. Is it, that where they hide like little pictures of themselves? You have to find them on a big map. <laughs> That's cool. where's Bono? But, dude. It just yeah. the, the way that it read was like in the style I wanted. So, some sometimes I just feel like they're. I don't know, man. They're, they're weird, like promo machines, and uh, I know everybody told me the dirt was incredible, and I did read mm -hmm. parts of that, and that was. Nikki Six does some great books, and in the dirt gets the most press, but his other book, This Is Gonna Hurt, changed my life. Really? It, yeah, it's a book about his photography, and he walks you through uh, being a person who struggled with addiction and just the darkness side of him, and it's a great book. Hmm. And That's it's beautiful. Awesome. It's all of his photos in it that he's taken out on tour, not of just the band, but of people he met really? and their I'll, stories. Now, that one interests me. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. But, yeah, I, I know I'm missing out on some just because I kind of steer clear of them. I think it's kind of an ethnography thing. You, you've lived the rock star life. I haven't. You know, I've never gone on tour with my, a band or anything like that. And so, for me, I think that's why I am so interested to know the behind the scenes. I mean, you've lived it, so that's probably why you don't find it as interesting as somebody who maybe hasn't. Hmm. Snoop Dogg's brother, Bing Worthington, who worked with Snoop for a number of years, has died at the age of 44. The cause of death hasn't been given yet. Uh, but on Friday, Snoop paid tribute to his brother on Instagram with a series of posts and pictures. Uh, Worthington worked with his brother on a various number of roles. Throughout his career, he served as the rapper's tour manager. He co-founded the record label Dog Records and was credited as executive producer on Big Snoop Dogg Raw and Uncut Volume 1. So, um... Rest in peace to Snoop's brother. Dang, dude. 44. 44. Hey, by the way, I was looking wow. up, like, who else has been under a conservatorship recently? Yeah. You know, that's in the news. Amanda Bynes. Yep. And, you know, I don't think any of those stories have gone very well recently. Uh, so I think that's in people's minds. Sure. Joan, Joni Mitchell, it says here. Oh, Joni Mitchell. Well, she's another person like Brian Wilson who has had a number of health issues. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's older. Randy Meisner. I don't Randy know who that Ma is. Randy Meisner? Meisner. Meisner. Of the Eagles. Oh, okay. And then... Uh, he died. He's dead. Yeah. Last year, right? So he's not so that no longer ended. under that. Yeah. Uh, and Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yeah, that's just on this top five list here. Isn't it amazing that Gary Busey has not made the conservatorship <laughs> top ten yet? I wonder well, if he's, he's in good shape. When is he's, that coming? He's strong, man. <laughs> we need to tell You'll him. You'll never know. Gary, we will take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, get your I've actually been under conservatorship the... <laughs> for about 87 years. <laughs> I was born under a conservatorship. <laughs> 87, that's E for 87. A. 
<laughs> a for awesome. No, Gary, 80 starts with an E. Shut up. <laughs> the first week of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's fan vote for the class of 2024 is out. And no surprise here, Ozzy Osbourne tops the list. So I'm going to give you the top seven because the Rock Hall said last week, you know, normally you could only vote five in. Uh, it looks like we can maybe vote up to seven or even ten. Wow. Um, so if we did a top seven right now, it would be Mariah Carey. Lenny Kravitz, Cher, Dave Matthews Band, Foreigner, Peter Frampton, and Ozzy Osbourne getting in if we were just going off of the fan vote. So um, classic rock is is winning. All the classic rock fans are going, get these people what? in. And it needs to be pop stars and country stars. What are they doing with these at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Right, right. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, Mary J. Blige, Jane's Addiction, and A Tribe Called Quest are all first-time nominees. You can still vote. Of course, we'll find out more at the end of April who will actually be getting inducted this year. You can go to vote.rockhall.com. Two Foo Fighters drummers, Dave Grohl and Josh Freeze, will be playing on the upcoming St. Vincent album, who says, It's my least funny record yet. There's nothing cute about it. It's right now untitled, but due out in late spring, so I look forward to that. Eddie Vedder and Post Malone, they teamed up for an acoustic performance of Pearl Jam's Better Man, and Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down during the Report and for Duty event that was held Saturday in honor of the late and great Leslie Jordan. Uh, it took place at the nearest green distillery in Tennessee. Coincidentally, the character Jordan played in his first TV series as a regular, The Fall Guy, uh, was named Malone. And so that's why they were all there. The Fall Guy. The Fall Guy. Weezer are teasing something related to the 30th anniversary of their self-titled album, Just the Blue Album. They launched a website called bluevoyage2024.com and says the voyage takes flight on March 11th, 2024. What could this be? Weezer. Voyage. I don't know. You think they'll just redo it like everybody else is doing? For, I guess. For, for big money grabs? I guess. Interesting. That Voyage. record did change things, man. It did. I will say, like, that was... <clears throat> so my, my family went on a vacation. It's the first time I was ever on a flight. Mm -hmm. And not only was I, you know, like, I, I was listening to The Point. The Point was crushing it. The Point was spinning all the... All the singles. Mm -hmm. We saw the Buddy Holly video. Like, I mean, that band was like... Sweater song. Really making sense yeah. then. And not only that, but I was on my very first flight for this vacation with my family. And the airline then had like a little eighth jack where you could put in your headphones. And it had like three channels, you know? The little yeah. thing on... It was like uh, the, the, the TVs that folded down. You could listen to Don Juan... Uh, oh, what was that? It was some movie with with uh, Johnny Depp. Don Juan DeMarco. Don Juan DeMarco. That was the movie that played. Really love a woman. Yeah. So, Brian Adams yeah, yeah. so channel one was Don Juan DeMarco. Channel two was Don Juan DeMarco in Spanish. Mm. And channel three was the Blue Album over and over and over. Really? That's what Delta or American or whoever, like they had some deal. The label had some wow. deal where they were playing Weezer's The Blue Album on this flight. That's so that's cool. all I listened to. Because it was like a long, like a four-hour flight or something like that. And that's all I heard. And I came back going, I got to get this record. I bought yeah. the record and like Weezer was just everywhere. Yeah, man. Yeah, they did okay. That record reminds me of driving down 55, going to Johnson Shut-Ins and Elephant Rocks. Nice. Because that's all we listen. My buddies and I, when we would drive down there, we would listen to the entire Weezer catalog. And but that that record was my favorite out of all of them. You know, Pinkerton I think was the other one that was really yeah, good. Yeah, that one's awesome. Um, if you were cool and knew what you were talking yeah. about, quote unquote, you liked Pinkerton. Yeah. And if you were me and everybody else, you liked the Blue Album. You liked the Blue Album. And if yeah, I had no clue because Pinkerton wasn't a hit. So I was the kind of kid that had no clue that 
there's even an album out. Yeah, yeah. it's very underground. And, uh, <clears throat> I was totally, whatever's on the hit, I know about there's it. There's a great SNL sketch where Leslie Jones is a huge... She talks about Pinkerton for the whole sketch. <laughs> Go look it up. Yeah, she's just like, you find out, like, she schools all the white guys on the show about uh, Weezer. It's very, very so funny. Great. Napoleon director Ridley Scott is in talks with Paramount Pictures to direct a Bee Gees biopic with Barry Gibb serving as executive producer. This project has been in the works since 2019 with directors Kenneth Branagh and John Carney, not the one from St. Louis, associated with it. And they reportedly sent Scott a draft of the movie after being impressed with the early footage of the director's Gladiator sequel, which has wrapped production. So Ridley Scott could be doing a Bee Gees biopic coming up in the future. <laughs> I'm here for it. Dude, did you watch Napoleon? Anybody nah. else seen it? No, I just, there's nothing that interests me about it. I want to see it. It's but okay. I heard it's not a home run. It's not a home run. It's a double. Man, and, and I hate to sound like this guy, but it's, uh, um, it's got like weirdly, it's gratuitous sex stuff for really? me. Really? And I just don't get why we need that right now. Mm. I don't. I forget who came out and said that. Some celebrities came out and said that they uh, they think all the sex scenes are unnecessary. And I totally agree with them. I mm. think like. But well, how do you understand what they're doing? That's exactly what I'm saying. Like we know we're not exactly very smart. how this works. They have to show us what is happening. Yeah, we know how this works. I don't need to see it three times in oh, Napoleon. Really? Way to go, Napoleon. But it's a bone in Bonaparte. Am I right? Come on. Wow. The little guy's he got says the that moves. Too. <laughs> Zachary Ty Bryan, we know him from Home Improvement. I believe he was Zach on, uh, his name was Zach and his name is Zach. Uh, he was arrested for a suspected DUI in La Quinta, California. <laughs> the actor was booked early Saturday morning, charged with a felony for driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs, in addition to a misdemeanor contempt of court. And so um, he was booked, released on $50,000 bail, and his next court date is April 23rd. Haven't heard Zachary Ty Bryan yeah, in a man. long time. Yeah. I do. It's like every six months because he gets in the news for something, something like, like this. this. Yeah, it's unfortunate, it's man. He's had bummer. I feel like he can't can't get it together. Yeah, no. He had a really a good short film come out that really? I a part of a short film festival that he I think he directed and it was really really good. Won a bunch of awards and I'm like, ah, oh, he finally got it together. Yeah. And then like and then this happened. happened. I think like other things. Too. I guarantee this. He got like a domestic charge also. Yeah, I bet he turns it around now. He has to. Hopefully. Well, he still looks good. He still looks healthy. He's, you know what he looks like? He what? looks like he's about to star on a biopic about uh, Dave Coulier. Really? Looks yeah, like Dave you're Coulier. right. Doesn't he look like a young Dave Coulier? Yeah. Like, I mean, the guy's kind of like, you know. The Atlantis days, right? He yeah. does have Dave Coulier face. I can mm -hmm. see it. <laughs> the People's Choice Awards were last night, in case you didn't watch, because of course you didn't. You're too cool for award shows. Barbie was a big winner with Movie of the Year, Comedy of the Year, and acting honors given to Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Other winners included Ice Spice, Beyonce, Jennifer Aniston, and Pedro Pascal. Adam Sandler also received a People's Icon Award. Let's hear from Adam Sandler and his acceptance. I thought he said, uh, congratulations, Adam. You won the People magazine Sexiest Man Alive. So... <laughs> Anyways, I, uh, I, wrote a, <laughs> I wrote a speech for that, and uh, I don't have one prepared for the icon thing, but I'm going to do the, the speech I wrote, and because they said I got to talk a few minutes, so let's get to it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Adam Sandler, and I, and I am the sexiest man alive. Can I get a hell yeah? Awesome. I love him so much. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz was also there last night at the People's Choice Award. He received the Music Icon Award. Here's Lenny talking. The whole reason I create and perform music 
is to amplify love. There's no barrier between performer and audience. It's all about all of us embracing love and unity in this world that God has given us. Love is the strongest power and love will win. We are all one, one God, one people, one planet. Let love rule y'all. Thank you. Love Lenny. Should we do? Um, this is some good news for your Monday. Chef Gordon Ramsay is, you know, he's, he's got a, he's notorious of being a prick. I mean, Gordon, you know, Hell's Kitchen, he yells at everybody, the shows, uh, and that's why we watch. Well, he is also a person with a great heart. He flew a terminally ill fan named Madison and her girlfriend out to meet him in Miami after hearing about her bucket list wish to join him for dinner at his restaurant um, at Hell's Kitchen. But he also went above and beyond. He asked her to be her, his special guest to the grand opening of his new restaurant called Lucky Cat in South Beach. Madison posted clips of her dancing with Ramsey in the kitchen. It's really sweet. And she said, Gordon Ramsay, the biggest honor and coolest night of my life. Uh, and for everyone who made it happen, I love you. We're going to post some videos of uh, of this moment. It's it's very sweet. It's this girl, you know, she's got cancer. She's dancing. She's got all these cool tattoos. And she's just living her best life with Gordon Ramsay in his kitchen and dancing as a number one fan. So cool of him. That's awesome. Also uh, doing some good. We heard about this on Friday that Taylor Swift had donated $50,000 to oh, the radio. We were, people were quick to correct us. It was $100,000. Uh, in total. And so $100,000 Taylor Swift gave wow. to the GoFundMe for the radio personality who was killed at the uh, Chiefs parade in Kansas City um, last week. Well, now Travis Kelsey has also done something really cool. He donated $100,000 to the family of two sisters, ages 8 and 10, who were shot and suffered leg injuries from that parade as well. Wow. So good on both of them for hey. doing... I, uh, I saw on the news today because a lot of people were talking over the weekend and last week, you know, they were super upset about um, Missouri or, or law enforcement or whoever, like, hiding the identities uh, of the people. And there was a lot of yeah. lot of, lot of talk and rumors about that. They're hiding the identities, not not hiding it. It's because they're juveniles. Right. They can't. Yeah. It's like, a, you know, there's there's law protections for juveniles right. as far as their identity goes. So that's just a... Just, a just put that out throw there. Throw that out there. That was mostly in culture. Uh, trash this list. You ready for this? Uh-huh. Okay. So the highest grossing comedy films of each year in the 90s, so 1990 through 1999, I have a list of, and you don't have to get, I mean, I have the years, but think about the the comedies from the 90s specifically and what you think the highest grossing movies of those years would have been. Man, I bet you these are, okay. these are surprises. Just per year yeah, or the whole decade? Be, it's per year. So can, I have each one. Can you give one. us a year and like a actor or a director? I will. Just yeah, a yeah. hint or something? So I'm going to start with 99. So 1999, uh, this was one of Michael Myers' biggest movies. Shrek. Austin Powers. It was Austin Powers, Austin The Spy Powers. Who Shagged Me. $312 million oh is what it grossed. Yeah, he did good. He did good. They had a budget of $33 million. Yeah, and, and next to that, you got Office Space coming out and making $340,000. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Office Space didn't make the list. <laughs> I probably quoted more now. Great than movie, Austin Powers. 1998. This is one of Ben Stiller's biggest movies. Something as about Mary. Something about Mary. They had a budget for 23 million dollars to make their Something About Mary in 1998. It grossed 369 million dollars. They recouped. Li- uh, well, I'll just I just said it. Liar, liar. From 1997, Jim Carrey's movie. <laughs> yeah. They had 45 million dollars to create that, and it grossed 302 million dollars. 
1996, one of Eddie Murphy's bigger roles, literally. The Nutty Professor. The Nutty Professor. They had $54 million to make that movie. It grossed $274 million in 1996. I remember I remember a lot of money spent on that. Oh, yeah, just the costume Advertisement. Alone. I think most of the money was on ad- ads for that. That's one. what I mean. I just, I just remember it being like... I was inundated with ads yeah. about that. I and the special effects. Because you remember, because you see thought, him get big. Yeah. And that was like the first time that that sort of special effect uh-huh. really was perfected for the 90s. Well, the, I never saw it. I just remember the Hercules, yeah. Hercules. Everybody talks yeah, about Weirdo that. had it in that video, Fat. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like one of the first big ones there. Does that movie... Uh, yeah, but they didn't... Does it hold up? There was like CGI of him actual transforming. Yeah, it's good. I mean, he brought back... I feel like Austin. I feel like Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy kind of brought back the. We're all gonna we're gonna play multiple characters in the same movie. Yeah, and yeah. that kind of went away. Was that Rooney that used to do that? Uh, way back in the day. I don't know. Yeah. What about this? 1995, Jim Carrey, another huge Ace year. Ace Ventura and Nature Calls. This was the sequel. Oh yeah. They had 30 million dollars to make the sequel, and it uh, grossed 212 million dollars. <laughs> Um, one of my favorite movies from 1994, Arnold, Jamie Lee Curtis. True Lies? True Lies. That's 100- a comedy? It's, well, yeah, I think it's a comedy. It's definitely a parody of I a spy so. movie, I think. It's like an oh. action comedy. Yeah. Because okay. Tom Arnold's character is pure comedic gold. I mean, he's All not right, an action yeah. star in that movie. He's there just for the comedy. I mean, obviously, Arnold is. Um, Isn't Bill Paxton in that, too? Yeah, he yeah, plays the like car, salesman. car salesman. I yeah. pee my pants or something <laughs> like that, right? And he take him out to... <laughs> I got a little D or whatever he says. Yeah, uh, that's it. They that's they it. had uh, $100 million to make True Lies because of all, remember all the airplanes yeah, the and they helicopter. had to get up on the, the building and all the special effects wow. for that and all the bombing. Uh, $100 million budget. They they grossed $370 million Jeez. when oh it was all said and done. Again, 1994. That's yeah. crazy. Crazy amount of money. Um, Sleepless make- in Seattle came in at number 1993. Sleepless oh my in gosh. Seattle. Yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. Right. Tom Hanks. That was a that was a year, dude. That was Groundhog Day. True. Right. Got it. Got it. It's true or false. You guys didn't know that. It's true. Two hundred and twenty-eight million dollars. I missed it. Is what they. Darn what it! They I was had, thinking false. <laughs> uh, grossed. They had fifty million dollars as a budget. Um, this movie from nineteen ninety-two. Whoopi Goldberg. Ghost. No. Uh, uh, sister House. Sister, Sister Act. Act. They had $31 million to make like, Sister Act in 1992. $231 million. By the way, we just watched that movie. Oh, happy day. It holds up, man. That's does a it? great film. Yeah. I used to love it. It's it awesome. really does. The soundtrack's so good. Uh, 1991. Wayne's World. One of the biggest movies of all time. We watch it every year, even to this day. National uh, Lampoon. No. I'm going to say the kid's name and you're going to get it. A- Home Alone 2. Home Alone 1. 1. Uh, they had $18 million to make Home Alone and it grossed $477 million oh in 1991. <laughs> That's a um, fun, that was a fun list, yeah. but man, it's. It's harder to hear these lists and not be able to argue about it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I wanted a calm, peaceful list today. And then finally, 1990. Biggest role of her life, Julia Roberts. Pretty woman. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty woman. $14 million is what they had as a budget. $463 million is what that movie has grossed. Dude, uh, I'm looking up Groundhog Day. So 93, Groundhog Day production budget was $14.5 million. And they worldwide worldwide box office for that year was seventy 
271 million. Yeah, so Sleepless in Seattle, 228. Crushed it. Wow. Crushed it. Crushed it. Wow. Wild. Nice Birthdays. work. Millie Bobby Brown is 20 and only 11 on Stranger Things. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria Justice is 31. That's <laughs> Janet and Fox's Rocky Horror remake. And uh, let's see here. Haley Duff is 39. That's Hillary's big sister. You might know her from uh, Sandy on the Seventh Heaven uh, or Summer, the stuck up girl who lost to Pedro for president and Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, no Benicio way. the Toro is 57. And he is a Spanish Puerto Rican hybrid. He plays DJ, Codebreaker in Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and The Collector in Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers. Infinity War. Uh, Justine Bateman is 58, and you'll know her as Jason Bateman's sister. Uh, <laughs> Seal is 61. His ex-wife, Heidi Klum, she's worth a whole bunch of money, so congrats to I him. love Heidi Klum. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, or she is, too. Uh, Jeff Daniels is 69, and he, you know, is from uh, Dumb and Dumber, and uh, one of the legends of all time there. And Paul Dean is 78. Lover boy, songwriter, guitarist, learns favorite. And their biggest hits include Working for the Weekend, Turn Me Loose, Hot Girls in Love, and the Top Gun power ballad, Heaven in Your Eyeballs. Yep. Smokey Robinson is 84, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. His classics with the uh, his classic hits with the miracles include You've Really Got a Hold of Me, uh, I Second That Emotion, The Tracks of My Tears, and The Tears of a Clown when hmm. he squeaks his horn. Today's Porno Birthday, which is brought to you by Patricia, is where fun and fantasy meet Sunset Thomas. Today's birthday girl has been in 234 fine films, including Anal Ski Vacation, Backing In, Four, hmm. Bone Therapy, Debbie Does Dallas, Again, Wow, Lust and Lies, The Sopornos, Five and Six, and who could forget her unforgettable role in 1992's Muffy the Vampire Lair? Sunset Thomas is 52 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, you know what? What? Let's do a game. Let's do a game. Okay. Let's do let's do three and five. We have a whole bunch of stuff to give away. We will play three and five, and I promise you. This is a difficult week again. We had a good, difficult week last week, but we yeah. gave away some tickets, so yeah. it's not too hard. It's doable, and the judges will be firm. Better get those what's in theaters now, everybody. Don't give any hints. They'll still miss it. They'll still miss it. They'll still Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed for
forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Warm weather means homework for homeowners. And if your homework means a new deck, then turn to the deck experts at Hackman Lumber. Browse the largest inventory of decking materials and deck accessories in Missouri at Hackman Lumber Company. Talk with their experts about treated lumber, cedar, timber tech, treks, Envision, Azek, and decorators to find the best deck for you. Check out endless choices of railings, balusters, and LED deck lighting options. Hackman Lumber Company will not be undersold on in-stock decking materials guaranteed. You can choose to do it yourself with Hackman's expert advice, or they can recommend reputable contractors to do the work for you. Stop by and see Hackman's expanded paint department, too, with brushes, rollers, painter's tape, and four different lines of interior and exterior paint. Custom color match available. Visit Hackman Lumber's newly remodeled stores in St. Peter's and Pacific, or their showroom in Troy, Missouri. Hackman Lumber. fat women and cocaine and i also like listening to the risotto show that's the show you're listening to now it's my favorite show it's my sponsor's favorite show probably shouldn't say that out loud but it's true anyways happy birthday riz look at that he said his name and, and he, he appears boom like, just like that dead Fred. friend of the show she just mentioned him rafe was looking at me like what what are you talking about i heard it <laughs> Uh, before we get to the game, uh, we're about to play three and five, but uh, I want to just share some good news stories making the rounds. A guy in Michigan bought a first his first ever lottery ticket and won half a million bucks. Nice. It was a $5 scratcher. He didn't even know how to do it. He needed his parents to show him how it worked. The man made half a million dollars or won half a million dollars. He claimed uh, he just claimed the prize on what happened to be his 21st birthday. He's planning on paying off his student loans and saving the rest. Uh, check this out. A four-year-old kid left his favorite stuffed animal at a Holiday Inn Express in Virginia. Employees went the extra mile to make sure he got it back. But first, they did a photo shoot and posed it in different spots in the gym, front desk, doing everything. Now, check this out. People are praising a school bus driver in Kentucky named Larry Farish for being an outstanding human. This dude found out that a six-year-old boy on, on the bus was sad. Uh, because he didn't have pajamas to wear for pajama day at school. So Larry drops everybody off at school, rushes over to a store, buys some PJs for him, and brings it back to the school for him. How cool is that? 
I got a little bit of audio here too. I wanna wanna give Larry his due. Here is uh Here's Larry talking about it. I asked him, I was like, what's going on? What happened? And he simply looked up and said, I don't have pajamas. To me, I said, well, this morning you were crying. And I felt it. So I want your day to be a little bit better. And I asked him, I said, would you try the pajamas on when you get to class? And have a great day. A lot of times, we're the first person after their parents leave that they see. And we're the last person they see before they go home. So we can make a big difference in a child's life just by saying good morning. That he's kind. And that his heart is filled with joy. Oh. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. Dude, I... Uh, way to go, Larry. Uh, yeah, way to go, Larry. I, um, you know, I was a school bus driver uh, before the band thing took off. Mm. And, dude, I will say probably one of the hardest jobs I've ever had and one of the most rewarding. And it's because of that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you realize... So, in, in the bus driving world, let me just bring you into my world. <laughs> bring okay. us on the bus. Okay, it's a seniority thing. So when you're the new driver, you're 21 and you look like, or 20 years old and you look mm-hmm. like Otto from The Simpsons, which is exactly what I look like. I have this weird long fro with blonde tips. It's a seniority thing. So where do they put you? They put you on the BD bus. That's behavioral disorder. Okay. Which basically means everybody that's been kicked off of their bus right. for beating up other kids is now on one bus <laughs> and we're going to give it to the new guy. Yeah. Baptize you uh, with fire. Yeah, it was it was wild. But I'll, I'll say, like, the thing that really turned it around for me is realizing I really am the first face that they're seeing besides a parent. And mm-hmm. sometimes they're not even seeing a parent. And if you set the tone for their day, you'll notice it mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day. If, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you sometimes they're dragging, they're, they're dragging their bag across the yard and they're getting on your bus. And, and you're the first person that has a chance to actually say hello to them. Mm-hmm. So just think about that if you're in... If you're out there in some sort of job where you might be the first person a kid sees, like be the cheery, hey, how's it going, so-and-so. Like it makes it makes a difference. So good on Larry. Good on Larry. I love Larry. I love Larry as well. Scott, you ready? You ready to play this game? We got callers? Come on in. <laughs> Let's give away some tickets. <laughs> Here, have some free stuff. All right, and today's game is three and five. We've got tickets, sold-out tickets to Riz Show Live next Saturday night, March 2nd, at the pageant, courtesy of uh, Yingling. Winner's got to be 21 and up, so hang up if you're not 21. Or you can get some Point Fest 2024 featuring Bad Omens, Wage War, Grandson, Avatar, and many more Saturday, May 18th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. We also have tickets to give away to uh, Greta Van Fleet at Chaffetz and... A pair of lawn tickets for Alanis Morissette with special guests Joan Jett and the Blackhearts July 23rd at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Do you need the sponsor? Yes, I would love that. Yes, it is sponsored by Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn landscape irrigation and arbor, now hiring at 314-243-6784. Awesome. Okay, so everybody knows the rules. You need to come up with three answers in five seconds or less. No excuses, no controversies, no nothing today. Mm Mm-mm. The timer is going to be harsh. The judges will be harsh, as it should be. Am I right? Yeah, you guys are judging. I'll judge. I'll love to, I'd love to be a judge. Please. Will you host? I will host. Okay. All right, let's go to uh, line one. We got uh, Sean. Sean. Sean, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing today? Exceptional. Are you ready to play three and five? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right, Sean. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get the timer. Let me get the oh, timer. pardon me. I got to make sure. I got to make sure we're good. Okay, oh, yeah. it's, it's locked in. It's ready. It's it's good to go. All right, Sean, take a deep breath because you need to tell me three movies with Morgan Freeman in five seconds. 
Shawshank Redemption, Evan Almighty, Bruce Almighty. Uh, you missed it. Uh, Dang it. Swing and a miss. Yep. Got you. Oh. <laughs> Too many buttons. Go. Too many buttons. All those are good. <laughs> yeah, Sean. He hits these three buttons so much that the uh, yeah. the markers are now gone. I know, and his uh, psychotic handwriting's on those buttons, and I can't even read. With Riz's handwriting? Oh, yeah. He has the handmanship, <laughs> uh, penmanship of a psycho. All right, Sean, let's see if you can do this. Bounce back. Sean, name me three NFL teams in five seconds that wear blue. Titans, Rams, Patriots. Done. Nice. Okay. It's pretty close. Just under there. the buzzer. All right. Here it is for all the marbles. All right, Sean. In five seconds, I need you to tell me three different kinds of insects. Cockroaches, ants, beetles. Done. All right. Can't Way believe to go, you got Sean. those. Sean, what tickets do you want? Uh, Riz Show Live, baby. All right, sweet. We will see you at Riz Show Live coming up Saturday, March 2nd at the pageant. Tickets are sold out, so you can pretty much only win them here. Hang on, Sean. All right, let's go to uh, John. This is John in Belleville. John, how are you? Howdy, kids. Hi, kids. All right. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, John, in five seconds, I need you to tell me languages other than English. Three of them. German, Chinese, French. Uh, I don't think there's I a Chinese accept. language. I you think don't it's think Mandarin. So? I think there's two. There's Cantonese and Mandarin. But but is it Chinese? Uh, Chin- hang on, let me judge. Second judge. She's got a point. Oh boy. Chinese. We said language. we were going to be harsh. Chinese la- Mandarin. I'm just typing in. Is Chinese a language? Standard Chinese is the official language of both the People's Republic of China and Republic of China, Taiwan. It says standard Chinese. I All accept. Right. All right, I let's accept. do it. Let's accept it. Danke. All right. Woo! All right, John. I need you to tell me large animals other than elephants. Three of them. Uh, blue no, whale. Uh, no. no ifs, ands, buts, or any stall tactics. <laughs> you know these rules. All right, John, let's see if we can do it. Do it. This You're going to get this one, John. It's going to be great. In five seconds, I need you to tell me three different types of cookies. Chocolate chip, oatmeal, oatmeal raisin. Done. That's a winner. Accepted. Accepted. Hang on, man. All right. I, I was in was... descending order of good also. Was... Yeah, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> you don't like an oatmeal raisin? Nah, oh, not, not as much as an oatmeal oh. or a chocolate chip. Give me I a love soft oatmeal, oatmeal raisin. raisin. Oh, I can't do without Even it. Even hard oatmeal raisin is good. Matt, what do you feel about uh, oatmeal raisin cookies? Matt! Oh, my gosh, Matt. Matt in St. Charles. Oh, my gosh. So disgusted by oatmeal raisin that he hung up the yeah. phone. Goodbye, Matt. Oh, goodbye, Matt. Abby in St. Louis, what do you feel about uh, oatmeal raisin cookies? I prefer chocolate chip, but I'll take an oatmeal raisin. Thank okay, you. Abby. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Abby. All right, let's play three and five. Abby, I need you to tell me three country songs in five seconds. I can't do that. Can't do it. Okay. <laughs> did she put her cat on the phone? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wiggles. Mr. Quickly. Wiggles, tell us. <laughs> Friends in low places. All right, bounce back here. Okay, Abby, what about this one? Name me three famous soccer players. 
No. No. Goodbye, Abby. Bye, Abby. Love you. See you later. <laughs> I mean, messy, right? Yeah. Who else? Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Beckham. Yeah, Beckham. Pele. All the hotties. Bennett in St. Louis. Hey, what's up? Hey, man. We're just talking about cookies and soccer players. Are you ready to play three and five? Yes, I am. All right, let's do it. All right, Bennett, tell me three U.S. holidays. Christmas, President's Day, Labor Day, Memorial Day. Done. I think you did okay. Above and beyond. Let off some steam, Bennett. I'm sure you've never heard that. Okay, Bennett, name me three of your favorite songs. Beer never broke my heart. Drink a beer and here for the beer. Here for the beer and drink a beer. Who are those by? Uh, drink a beer is by Jason Aldean. And here for a beer, I forgot. But it is a here song. for a beer. What was the first song? Song. Uh, beer never broke my heart. By here. Luke Combs. <laughs> Man, you know uh, what? Is that from the Sloppy Boys? I take it you're a wine lover. <laughs> his confidence, yeah. his confidence in beer fandom makes me feel like I mean he's kind of earned these. Wow. Beer run. <laughs> beer. By beer in my fish. beer. <laughs> I mean, there is a song called "Here for the Beer" by the Sloppy Boys that came out in 2019. Right. We're gonna give it Whatever, to him. Whatever, man. We're gonna give it to him. All right, he wins. All right, hang on, Bennett. His phone sucked, too. Mike in California. Is this California, Missouri, or California, the state? California, Missouri. California. All right. Right on, the Californians. Bennett. All right. All right, Mike, I want you to name me three famous people named Brad. Brad Pitt, Brad Paisley. Die, nothing. Hey. Well, that sucks. Brad Arnold. Bradley Cooper. Ooh, right. Bradley Cooper. Hey, I never knew that, uh, so my son... My son finished Lost, and he's like, Dad, this is the greatest television show of all time. Who else, or where Where have these uh, people, what other shows have these people yeah. worked on? Like J.J. Abrams and Damon Lindelof, and I and I showed him a couple others, and he watched Fringe, loved it. Now he's watching Alias, which is J.J. Abrams' first oh, one. Yeah. I never saw that, but I'm is starting to watch Jennifer it. Is that Jennifer Garner? It's Jennifer Garner and Bradley Cooper. I is it really? Bradley Cooper is like the Hot counterpart. Guy? I had no idea. I guess that's where he started. Hmm. Now he started on... Uh Wildly, I remember watching. He was hosted like a nature show, like on PBS Kids in the morning. Really? He was like, hey, it's me, Bradley, and I'm out here kayaking on the Cuyahoga River. <laughs> and it was just like, he was just like the affable host of this like morning show. No kidding. I, I turned on uh, Star is Born just randomly thinking Tim wouldn't want to watch it. And then he like sat down and slowly got engrossed. And then at the end was like, that was a really great movie. Yeah. I go, yeah. I mean, if you can get over Bradley Cooper's deep voice... That sounds, and he's way too, but he's very moist and he's very tan. Whoa, what? It just is. If you can get through all that, it's a great movie. Get through it. That was the best part. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike in California for the win. Here you go. Here go, Mike. Mike, I just want to have a look at you. Hey, Mike, uh, tell me three different models of pickup trucks Silverado, Ford F 150, Ford F 250. Hell yeah, brother. There you go. There it is. Mike's a winner. <clears throat> All right. Or no, he's not. Hang on. He didn't get Brad, did he not? Nope. There's just one. You just oh, won. shoot. I thought he got the Brads. No. All right, Mike. All right. Hang on. Let's keep you honest, Mike. Here it is. Here we go. Cities in Missouri other than Kansas City. St. Louis, Jefferson City, California, Missouri. Woo! There That's it is. Right. There it is. That's a winner. All right, Mike. Hang on. I won there. There, there you, you go. Did. Right Rich on. in Owensville. Rich. Morning. How's it going? It goes well. How are you? 
Doing good. All right, take cool. your crack here at three in five. All right, uh, Rich, tell me three snacks. Cheetos, Doritos, Funyuns. Hell yeah, all the best snacks. Three good ones. <laughs> Would have accepted Rafe, Moon, and King Scott. You know what I mean? Hey, I do know snacks. what you mean. Oh, no, Rafe, cookies, too. Some hot snacks. <laughs> Some snacks of me. All right, Rich. <laughs> all right, Rich, give me three famous video games. Castlevania, Mario Brothers, Tetris. Hell yeah, Tetris. Yeah. Confident. Way to go, Rich. Video games and snacking. That will get you tickets that, here. That was my genre. <laughs> that was it <laughs> Nicely done. Good job. David in Jerseyville. Hello. What's Hi. up, David? Hello. Hello, David. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, great. Tell me three cartoons from the 90s. Uh, anime. No, I, no, I, no, uh, no. Animaniacs. He tried to sing the song. It was that very nice. That was nice good. cover up. All right. All right, David, let's try this. Three famous people over the age of 45. Snoop Dogg, Martha Stewart, and Jason Bateman. I love that you got Snoop and Martha on the brain, though. No. 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 Didn't get Bateman in there in time. I don't think we have anybody else. Did we already do Richard? Did we already do Richard? We did Rich, yeah. We did him. This is a different one. Oh, it's a different one. This is Richard. Richard, did we already talk to you? No, no, you haven't. Oh, what's up, Richard? All right, All right Richard. you're the last one. Here we go. Sweet. Richard, tell me three famous redheads. Reba. Oh, bring it oh, on, brother. You know oh, man. You're the most famous of them all, right? Reba, Bob. King Scott, and, and then I was over. Ginger from yeah. Gilligan oh, Opie. Island. Would have accepted Opie or Ron Howard, Lucille Ball. Yeah, that's a tough ball. one, though, if you get stuck. All right, Richard, here we go. Tell me three different things a golfer uses. He, gloves, driver. Nice. There it is. Mm-hmm. All right, Richard. Comes down to this. Comes down to this one, and then we're done with this game. Richard, tell me three ingredients that you need to make brownies. Eggs, brownie mix, water. Hell yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Well, that makes it easy. <laughs> All right, Richard, well done. That's Hang on. Good. I thought he was going to, I thought like cocoa, flour, but this guy's box brand. I'm here for it. Yeah, but brownie mix. Brownie, brownie mix. mix. That uh, that works. And that's how you do three and five. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Every single one of those callers had the movies pulled up on their phone. Yeah, dude. We never <laughs> even got no, to. They didn't. Never Threw even got to. Curveball, never got to. <laughs> Listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! All right, we back. We are back. Welcome to the the Rizzuto Show. Riz is uh, he's still in Nashville. He's oh, probably man. he's probably on his way back. But judging by our uh, our text thread, our group thread, we're gonna have some stories. We're tomorrow. gonna have a lot of stories yeah, from, so. from Nashville. Wow. I, you know what? And I don't know if he had a good time or not. Oh, but, I think so. I, that's that's. I, I don't want to give it felt, away. I felt a good time in in a lot of those. Some stories. things happened. But there was a comment that he made, and we'll get into it tomorrow, but where I thought, oh, no, he might be Salty Riz in Nashville, which God bless those That's people. the way to do Nashville the very first time. Salty. That was his first time, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we had told him, I mean, Nashville is like seven cities in one. It just depends on what you're going for. <clears throat> yeah. And he, well, I mean, how about we just say that uh, he did at least four of those, four of those different oh, yeah. types yeah. of Nashvilles. <laughs> 
and uh, some of the some of the big ones that are going to make for some really good stories. Uh, we got sexy time fun facts up next, and of course your sex toy review. But how about some uh, just some random facts? I think I got about five random facts for today. Okay. Nissan race cars often have the number twenty three. Well, in Japanese, two is ni, and three is san. Oh. But it's mostly a coincidence. The name Nissan originated uh, during the 30s as an abbreviation used on the Tokyo Stock Exchange for the original company, Nihon Sangyo. But it's kind of cool with the 23 thing. Yeah. That's cool. Paul McCartney and John Lennon both wrote different songs called Woman. McCartney's 1966 and Lennon's in 1980. It's the only time they wrote separate songs with the same title. A word with two opposite meanings is called a... Contronym. Oh, a contronym. Like dust, which can refer to actual dust or the act of removing dust. Hmm. Oh, yeah, to dust something. Right. But there's some dust under there. Right. Mm-hmm. Contronym. Mm. Going back to mm. woman, does everybody think of So I Married an Axe Murderer when you hear woman, woman? I'm not sure I know that song. <laughs> no? no? Mike could Myers? You, could you do it again? And yeah, maybe, it'll, maybe I'll get it. Woman. One more time. No. <laughs> I think I'm certain to, I think it's suspiciously close to your Chewbacca. Mike, yeah. Mike Myers has a terrible wig on in that movie and or dyed hair that does not look good on him at all. And he married an axe murderer and he's he's doing like a stand up or not stand up but poetry reading. Anyway, every time so I like hear slam woman, I slam poetry. Yeah, like a poetry slam. That's sweet. Uh well maybe you have a medical condition. Yeah. Because there's an actual medical condition when a song gets stuck in your head and it just won't leave. It's called musical tinnitus. Interesting. Woman. Woman. Dude, I can't wait to hear this song. The number one song on the Billboard charts at the end of the last decade was All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. The final number one in 2009 was Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. That's a great one. I'm so upset. What do I do? Let's say it three times, like yep. Beetlejuice. Yep, you're right. Uh, it's the Riz Show, uh, brought to you by the Fast Lane. Brought to you by the Fast Lane. Brought to you by the Fast Lane. There we go. Nice. Now we're even. Oh, Jamie Rivers is right behind me. Here's <laughs> 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 like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Uh, Rafe just held up a thing and said Fast Lane, and I was like, Ah, man. So easy to forget our sponsors. But so easy to forget that show. <laughs> to, yeah. To be fair. I've only said it's the Rizzuto Show a few times, sponsored by the by Fastlane. We're going right. to get it in the back half. I just want yeah, to make sure. Oh, we'll go Yeah, people know. I mean, make sure you tweet at them, too. The, the Rizzuto Show is sponsored by the Fastlane. Darn it. Yeah, who does uh, the Fastlane sponsor? Oh, the Rizzuto Show. Oh, wow. That's Ooh. awesome. We brought to you by. The Fastlane. Huh. Okay. You know, I'm not even going to finish these facts. I'm so disappointed. Oh, oh, my God. oh man, finish your facts. Oh, no, you did a good job. No. Fax lane. Brought to you by the Fax Lane. Forget it. The Fax Lane. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. Man, I had all this cool information about songs. Oh, man. Uh, song number one songs. I don't even care. Shout out to Rafe for having one and a half hours of sleep and remembering that because none of us remember. You're right. And I've had six espresso shots. Right. And yet, I'm I'm, I'm sweaty. I'm, I'm I'm pitting out. If you had it five, I'm pitting out my Rage Against Machine I T-shirt almost here. I bet if I go into our emails right now, there's plenty of people reminding us. Wow. Good on them. I got. I'm busy. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing these things. Sure. Right. Yeah. And they're so hard to do, man. Uh, hey, who's the sexy time saying. fun fact sponsor? Yeah. Guys? What's the there sponsor? It is. it is sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet. <sighs> sexy time fun facts land. 
Sexy Time Ooh. Fun Facts on the Rizzuto Show, sponsored by... The Fast Lane. The Fast Lane. Uh, well, the fantasy Killing it. now that uh, Valentine's Day is over and the uh, all the My Valentine social media posts are slipping off your feed, let's be honest, have you ever had two Valentines at once? A new poll asked people if they've ever been in love with more than one person at the same time. 27% of people said that they actually have. Hmm. 64% of people said that they haven't, and nine conveniently could not remember because mm. they were asked. Then you were never next in love. If you else. can't remember. Mm. You didn't love them enough. No doubt. The people who said yes were more likely to be younger adults and male. 31% of men said that they have, compared to just 23% of women. Another poll asked how many people you've been in love with in your lifetime. Ooh, good question. <clears throat> Most common answer was, let's go around the room first. Hang on, can I count? <laughs> Are you asking us or what we think the most common answer Like was? really Both. in love? Yeah, like really in love. Like I thought like that not was, puppy love. Like I thought that I was in love. Yeah. And yeah, it was uh, it was not that. Like the ones that keep like because here's me. I feel like I've been in love with a couple people, and you know I'm married, and I obviously love my husband very much. But there there's a person that I dated a long time ago who I wronged, who I I'll always love. And so, yeah, let's see. Yeah, I, I would say three. Three is okay. my number. Okay. Yeah, I guess I would say two. Yeah, I guess I, I would say two. What's your guys' answer? Oh, man. Well, Count I was Jesus. Kind of, yeah, Jesus, number one. Right. Okay. Yeah, so there's one. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was one of those kids that it was easy for me to fall in love. If a pretty girl even liked me a little bit, I was in love yeah. immediately. So I don't know, it was a whole bunch. But I think there was, it's probably, th I'd say, three to five. Three to five. Yeah. Look at you. Three to five. Three yeah. to five. Well, maybe four, maybe five. I, wonder yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. But oh. They talked to me once. I'm in love with them. What about you? Four. I have a similar situation. There's something not, we didn't wrong each other, but first love, you know, ended on good terms. I'll always love her. But I don't think that's a bad thing. No. I think it's, that's a good thing. Oh yeah, then, well, I don't okay. think you can only be in love with one person. If we're That's counting, silly. if we're counting all types of love, like you know the puppy love and the young, right. the young, yeah. the very oh, yeah. young person love, more love, than yeah, then three for me. Oh, if we count all that, I'd That's be what I'm eighty-seven. Counting. I know I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> I can go back to. I was, first grade, in, I was in love with Cindy Crawford too, you know. Yeah, right. me too. I mean, come on, Nikki Taylor. Hello, Ooh. love. Mm. Uh, the love with a lady Oprah. in line at the bank in front of me <laughs> for just a short minute. The most common answer was two. 24% of people said that. 19% said three. 17% said only one, which is so romantic. Aww. That is so romantic. Oh, that's because their spouses are listening to their show. 10% <laughs> of people admitted that they've been in love more than five times, which is, uh, that was the max on the poll. 4% claimed that they've never been in love. Mm. That sucks. Men were slightly more likely to say they've been in love more than five times, but it was close. 11% of men versus 9% of women. Uh, here's two other bits of post-Valentine's Day news. Not surprisingly, major retailers are saying that the majority of Valentine's Day sales happened on Valentine's Day what? or the day before. The headline is about people waiting until the last minute. But for fresher items like flowers and sweets, you probably don't want to get them too early anyway, right? That's 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 yeah. why I that's why I did it. Well, and also, how are you supposed <laughs> to hide them? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't have a you know the big. My mansion's not that big. I want to give you fresh stuff. You know what? I did. My favorite thing is candy hearts, and I I only had one bag this year, which is pretty good for me. I mean, I, I usually stockpile those bad boys because you only can get them 
around Feb, you know, around February 14th. Wait, mm. what is this? What are you after? My, the gross candy hearts that nobody loves except for me. Oh, those are such a waste. They are, but man, I love them, and I love the white ones. I don't know what they it taste is. taste differently? Yes, they taste differently. They're fla- the Brock's ones are flavored. That's wow. decoration, man. Mm. That's, that's... Well, I decorated my mouth with a whole bag of them. Back to you. That's ant food. Ant food. Uh, let's see. So the Chiefs Super Bowl party, uh, Super Bowl victory parade, that happened. A lot of fans had their own personal celebration by watching a whole lot of porn. Really? Pornhub released stats on how many people logged on during and after the game. <laughs> what? Kansas City had the biggest post-Super Bowl spike of any city, by well, far. They were the horniest out of everyone. Apparently. At kickoff, people in the Kansas City area were watching 30% less porn than normal. And it was down 47% during overtime. Yeah. But then the numbers steadily rose back up as the game ended. I'm sure people, as they were nervous, I mean, because it w- went into overtime, you know, yeah. around halftime, I know if we could have put on some pornography in my house, like, and cooled the mood. <laughs> because, Tim, I've never heard my husband yell what he yelled as much as he yelled it that night. And it was a lot of, I can't say it because I don't want to ruin you his can't rap. Say it. But he was, he was yelling at Tony Romo. <laughs> All about... This D, Tony Romo. I mean, there was a lot defense. of there wow. was Tony lot Romo's going to get this D. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, let me search All for right. that. Right around I'm searching right no, now. No, no, no. That's why I watched it home alone. Right. I was Joeing through the whole game. Oh, my God. I bet. So then, get, then if I was Joeing when something good happened, I assumed it was good luck, so I had to keep going. You know, I had to like, oh, yeah. think about baseball. <laughs> I'm watching football, but I'm thinking about baseball. Yeah, I've done that trick, the baseball thing. That works. Totally works. So during overtime, it was down almost 50%. By 2 a.m., it was up 17% more than any other place and any other time. Hmm. So they went from 50% down to 17% over the average. Uh, The numbers in San Francisco were similar but not as dramatic. Traffic was down 27% during overtime and then 4% higher than normal at 2 a.m. Uh, the national average was down uh, 25% during overtime and then 8% up afterwards. Way to go, Super Bowl. Uh, Niners did. Uh, Niners fans did have a 15% spike at one point, but it happened earlier, immediately after the game. So, uh, yeah, they, they took right to it, and the Chiefs fans took a little bit longer. Mm. <laughs> uh, have you done any of these things and regretted it? A sex expert came up with a list of common mistakes people make right after they're done getting it on. Here are the top five. Number one. And this, I, this has got to be the worst. Negative comments. It's good to share turn-ons and turn-offs in general, but right after the deed is done is not a great time for negative feedback. Mm. A little toothy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I guess it is a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm thinking what on earth could you say, like, Oh, we really messed those sheets up. Like, what are you saying that's negative? Or I would think that's a that po- didn't that's a last positive. Very long. Yeah, that's. I would say that's a negative comment. Mm. Yeah, I would say probably any, that's. That was interesting. That was interesting. Or yeah. how about? Can you not do that again? Yeah, that's probably. A yeah, good one. you know, my ex used to do this thing. Oh, Ooh, that'd be mm-hmm. bad Ooh, that's. A, I think there's lots of negative comments that could come after. After. Uh, number two is a don't abandon ship, meaning don't immediately jump out of bed to grab a snack or try not to fall asleep right away after. Uh, it can leave it's the person tough. feeling rejected or used. Mm. It's number, tough. Number three, don't reach for your phone. Mm. Oh, It can feel like you're abandoning the moment. At least give it a few minutes before you start checking Facebook and TikTok. Yeah, now, what you, I, what's, the, what's, the, what's your runway? Let's talk about this. Okay. This is important. I think this is true. What's your runway? 
What's the postcoitus runway? What do we need what to we feel do? before we can get up? Oh yeah, and go on about our day. Because I agree with this. I actually think it is rude to just be like. Go on to, to the next thing. Like, yeah, I would like say you're, up and start. I say you're welcome and I leave like immediately. That's nice. Yes, yes. That's polite yeah. of you. I like that. Just trying to be nice. Yeah, I need some time. I need to be able to lay there for a second and just kind of catch, catch my breath myself and just, you know, because I am conscious. I will say as a woman, like I am conscious of that. If you just get up immediately and then it's out of the sack, you feel kind of like used. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Typically, it's part of the intimacy too is like the after. What I do is I stand up, I put my arms out like this. Congratulations, Moon. Meryl's like pointing and I, to you. Oh, I thought that was your helicopter at first. <laughs> it's an applause. I accept the applause. <laughs> Man, that's a hell of a helicopter game you got going on there. Whoa. Uh, no, I, you know, I think there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, uh, talking, kind of hanging out, right? Like just a little, you know. Yeah. It it depends on for me. It's a when, little too. bit of talking, and then I'll fall asleep <laughs> like yeah. almost immediately. It's pretty impressive. It's I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's always like a good, like a oh yeah, a good conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about philosophy or nothing, but right. I don't yeah. know. About you, what, what, what do you mean? Do you have like a timer? Like oh, three uh, minutes not is necessarily, up. Necessarily, but I'll I check think. My phone. Yeah, I think. It, I think there needs. I think it's multiple minutes, probably ranging somewhere. I mean, I think it, ten to fifteen can probably get it done if you're like engaged and 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 checking in with each other. I start yeah. my timer right then, I'm like ten. Minutes. But it's like the pop up is weird. It's definitely event to event because you know it is. You know, if there's other things yeah. going on. Yeah, if you're behind an Arby's, <laughs> like if you, you got to hurry up, button small- up, and get the hell out of there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree with you. It Why? is event to event. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what's going on in there. If you're in the bathroom at the rollercade at your friend's kid's birthday party, right. yeah. for yeah, instance, yeah, yeah. you got to hurry up and get out of there. Got to get out of there. Roll I out. Get that. Uh, number four, you already mentioned this. Don't mention your ex. Never a good call in bed. Definitely not right after you've done <laughs> yeah. it. Who does that? I don't know. But it says, you know, obviously they'll assume that you're thinking about that person instead of them. Right. Number five is avoid talking about chores, work. Or your kids. Do not jump right back into real life. Let yourselves enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. It is weird, though, because your brain returns back to normal. And immediately you're like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I, gotta, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst part, right? It's like, wow. Well, you I go from bliss again. to I can the think. to-dos. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, even people in healthy relationships fight sometimes, but it's how you fight that makes a difference. A parapsychologist who've been married 35 years came up with a list of the phrases people in good relationships tend to use a lot. Mm. And they grouped them into six different categories. Does anybody have any good phrases? We. Using we. Well, that's a word. Can well, you give it, Can you use it in a phrase? Yeah, yeah. I When Tim and I fight, I always... I really consciously do this. I, I I want us to not, I never want to be like pointing a finger. I'm always like, we need to talk about this or how can we work on this? I feel like that's a, a more collective way to accept the other person and to not make an issue out of smaller issues. So yeah. that's just a way that I'm I think that, that kind of goes in line with their number one here is the I feel statements. So you don't have to start with those exact words, but it's, it's about expressing emotions and saying things like, I'm getting scared, or that hurt my feelings, or mm. I feel like you don't understand me right now. Mm. Yeah. Is uh, the, As opposed to the you always. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Or like you're, you're doing this. It's a, I feel like this sucks. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good communication tool, period. I feel like you're reaching for your phone after talking about your ex right after we're done doing it. Exactly. Yes. Um, Maybe we the, don't uh, do that Stick anymore. your finger in their mouth and say, shh. <laughs> no more. Not on the list. <laughs> Shmush the lips. Mm-hmm. No more. <laughs> I'm sleeping. I need to calm down. Uh, it's about taking a breath. Other examples include, this is important to me, please listen, or can I have a hug? Yeah. Something I read was, and maybe this could be helpful, people need a couple of things. So do you need to be heard, hugged, or helped? Which I think if you, with your person, this go, not just your partner, but like anybody in your life, because we all try to fix things. Or, and sometimes that's not what people need. They need to be listened to yeah. or yeah, yeah. physically embraced to feel safe. <clears throat> or maybe they do actually need help. So helped, hugged, or heard. Uh, yeah, number, number three is stop actions. It says, similar to the last one, phrases like, let's start again. Or can we take a break and talk about something else? And I might be wrong. Uh, that yeah. came in number three. Uh, the category number four is getting to a yes. Phrases that validate the other person and help you meet halfway. Things like... I agree with part of what you're saying, mm-hmm. or I see where you're coming from, and I think your point of view makes sense. That's such a big one, isn't it? Because when you're in confrontation with your loved ones, everybody's kind of up in their corner. And I think that is the only way when you extend the olive branch and try to find, yes, I agree with you about that. Because we're all kind of, we're all at fault in some capacity when you were in a union of some kind. You have to take responsibility for your actions inside of the situation. And there always is in relationships. Yeah, the next one is expressing your appreciation. Lines like, I understand, thank you for saying that, and I love you. And then number six is, I'm sorry, or even just admitting that you're not perfect. Phrases like, I was being extreme. I can see my part in all this. Mm. And sorry, let me try that again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new datingnews.com poll shows that uh, 52% of Americans use professional networking site LinkedIn as a dating site. Weird, man. No thanks. <laughs> Out of all of the sites. Nah. 61% of those polled between the ages of 35 and 40 said that they've actually scored a date through LinkedIn. 48% say they prefer blind dates to finding love with bars being a preferred place to meet. And 21% say they've used a language learning program or platform to meet a potential partner. Hmm. What? Wow. Wait, a language learning platform? Like how do you, what? Does Duolingo or something have where you can talk with someone else? So maybe you... I wonder if they have that ability where you could talk with strangers that are trying to learn as well. I don't know, man. Ah. I don't know, but that's strange to me. I, I also got an email. Is it is it Chivy or Chivy? There's a new app out there designed for busy professionals without compromising quality. It's the, the last dating app that you'll ever need. And essentially, it's for people that want long-term specific relationships mm. with persona. And it's $150 a month. Wow. Jeez. Chivy. Chivy. How's it going? I'm not on it. I got an email. I got an email about it, about the PSA. It was saying that, you know, they just, I guess they just came out. Hmm. Really? I'm I'm curious. That's an interesting thing. Like for $150, I'm not even paying that for my entertainment apps. So it says it's, it's, it has features. So it's to prevent catfishing scams and bad actors. Oh, okay. I'm not curious in the mm. app. I'm curious in who would pay $150. Right. 
a month. That thing puts me at ease for catfishing scams and bad actors like a spam email for a new app coming into my (laughs) unsolicited coming into my inbox. But it's a cool video of a guy and a gal on a motorcycle (laughs) in Hollywood. It's real catchy looking. Check this out. The pandemic and working from home probably gave us a nudge. And we've talked about this before, but it was trending down before that. How many women wear makeup these days? A new study found you're more likely to say you never wear it than to wear it every day. Only 19% of women say that they wear makeup daily now, and 26% never do. Zero times. I wear it five days out of the week, six days out of the week. Sundays, I'm usually makeup-less unless I have somewhere cool to go. Even with all the YouTube makeup channels and stuff that are so popular, yeah, those is are it decline? Does this mean it's a declining or? Decli- it was declining even before 20. So I guess the trend is done for those? Do you guys tell your ladies that you prefer them without makeup? Do I tell her that? Yeah. Uh, sometimes maybe. Tim, you know, we'll go out to dinner or whatever, and he he'll be like, if I'm not done up yet, he'll go, no, 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 just don't get done up, just. Be oh yourself. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said that before, sure. Yeah. And I, I somehow, and that's a beautiful thing to say, like, oh, you're naturally pretty or whatever. But sometimes I feel like maybe I don't do my makeup well enough. And yeah, I look that's like trash. Hilarious. Uh, that's that's why I'm hesitant. Kind of like, don't do it. That's lady. why I'm hesitant to answer that yeah. question because it's a, that's a trap. Where the hell is that button? I, that's a great a call. I, just, I, I never thought about dudes. that, but no. Whenever a guy's saying that, it's because we truly are like, oh, wow, you know, you're stunning. You don't need well, the, that silly stuff. And it's stuff. very sweet, but then I, I've been doing my makeup the exact same way I've been doing it since I was in high school. Since you were a child. I don't know how to contour. I don't know how to do the blush. And I would love to know, and maybe I would look better, but, I, yeah, I don't... Yeah, uh, follow my YouTube channel. I don't know. I'll teach you. Okay. No, that's, that's I think dangerous. it's a wiser move to work in the in the positive statements. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, instead of telling you not to do something, I just, I appreciate it when it's done, and I'll be like, you look great. Whatever, oh, new, new, new eyeshadow looks great. Yep. But if she doesn't wear it, I don't comment on it. I'm hmm. just like, you look great. Let's go out. Yeah. I don't think saying, like, don't do this, or I prefer that, yeah. ever works out. Because no, either way, it, it's going to be worse. Because it gets in my it's, head. It's, exactly. Like, it's going to be taken how you want to receive it. Right. Yeah, that's Which, why when you asked that, it was like a, uh... No, I know. Yeah, but I've that's said that what very goes through my mind, before. you know? I, mean, well, I was so in high thing. school whenever I realized the impact makeup can make, because there was this... The gal that went to my school, she was stunning. And then one day I saw her out in public, and it was a totally different human you're like Ugh. and it was just so weird to me when you started the story i was like there's no way this ends well for him no no and, and that poor gal i was like now i see why she wears so much makeup but i'm like <laughs> i didn't know that happened that was a weird lesson oh my i didn't know that's even possible oh man some just don't I was like, right, let's watch him land this plane here we go <laughs> yeah, i landed it softly and smoothly <laughs> oh man we lost a wheel uh, well, pretending to be a Jedi Knight armed with a glowing lightsaber, fanning out over uh, Star Wars, anime, animations, and even rocking a clunky pocket protector, these are all the makings of a great husband, according to social media know-it-alls. Mm. Go for the nerd, quote, encouraged uh, a soon-to-be-married podcaster, Isabel Brown, 26 from Florida, a trending TikTok bulletin. She has over uh, 5.3 million views on this thing. And the quote is, nerds make the best husbands. <laughs> And she, cap- she captioned the clip, it's a fact. It's a fact. Brown, who's engaged to be married, began her virtual uh, uh, advisement with a stitched video from a separate TikTok user asking how other women have been able to successfully score a loving man who satisfies, 
satisfies all their needs. Okay. She went on to shame society for failing to celebrate the supreme splendor of the four-eyed guys wearing suspenders. It honestly blows my mind how we have this entire trope in American literature and movies and TV shows about the nerdy girl who gets the glow up when she grows up. Uh, and then, you know, in rom-com classics, like, she's all that and never been kissed, but we don't see that for nerdy men. Nope. I'm going to push back. Of push course back. you do. Clark Kent. Wow. Clark He's Kent. literally Superman. He's literally Superman. So he, he had the glow up of all time. So if the nerd can't turn into Superman... Hey, that's the same thing, though. Rachel Lee Cook from She's All That, when she's the, you know, she's got paint on her overalls, and then Freddie Prince goes home, and she walks down, and his sister has given her a makeover. She doesn't become superwoman. She just becomes hot, and then she still gets water porn on her at the uh, party. So it's not even, you guys have got the ultimate glow up of nerd to Superman. So I don't want to hear any more of this. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's Someone doesn't want to have sex with nerds. Yeah. Hey, well, listen I, up, no, nerds. I do want to have sex with nerds. Listen here, I was part of the ska movement. The the glasses <laughs> and the suspenders. Ugh. You were listening to like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones we'll, from we'll the, cut that out of the podcast. From the years like 2003. I was all over you. So no. That was another reason they were super hot. Why I was successful at staying a virgin. I was way into ska. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, it helps, man. I don't need it. It's a great turnoff. We were like, King Ska oh, first. Okay. King Ska. Uh, this person, listen up, nerds. We're going to post this on the blog, so you can listen use up, this. nerds. So you can so listen you up, can- dorks. You want to get laid? Here we go. We'll put it on the pod. Here, here's the quote. Here's the quote. Hear me loud and clear. If he owns a lightsaber, green flag. If he purchased a wand from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, greenest <laughs> possible flag. The uh, those little underestimated n- nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's inside. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, here's a little bit of. Her talking about it. Let's see. You go for the nerd. If he owns a lightsaber, green flag. <laughs> if he has purchased a wand from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, greenest possible flag. If he has an unhealthy obsession with Ahsoka Tano, you better run to the altar. Bonus points if he's obsessed with Monopoly. Because those little underestimated nerd boys grow up to be men who see what's in here. <laughs> nice. Heck Bonus yeah. points. Hey, speaking of wands. Hey, I'm one of- Bend over. It's time for the Rizzuto Show. Sex toy review. Wow. That came out of nowhere. (laughs) I saw a wand and I was like, oh, I I bet you Rafe has something for us. I do. Something for the nerds? For President's Day, this couldn't get any nerdier, in fact. Really? What a great transition. Uh, I I I got an inclusive, cute little toy. I know sometimes what I bring to the table is hard for our listeners to hear. Very hard. Sexy time. Fun fact, sex toy review today is going to be easy one. President's Day and to honor our forefathers and mothers. Today, I offer you the Zeep exclamation point vibrator. It's $69 on cutelittleeffers.com. You, and it's the actual world, actual word that I can't say on the radio. So if you go to that, I don't know how they got that web domain, but they did. 4.7 out of five stars. Overall, it's a cute little inclusive toy that looks like a little caterpillar sitting on a leaf. It's adorable. Meet Zeep. It slash its pronouns, the beginner-friendly vibrator for all genders. Zeep is a sensation playground. It can range from a gentle vibrator with extra soft silicone sweetly humming to a pleasure powerhouse with its ribbed front and powerfully rumbly vibrator settings work. Worth working your way up to. 
Zeep's then design makes it easy to hold and store away and makes it ideal for partner play as it can easily slip between closely pressed bodies for added pleasure. Zeep makes it great for a sex toy and an excellent addition to any toy box. <laughs> With five speeds and five patterns, strong vibrations that rumble, not buzz. Quiet, discreet design, it's rechargeable and it's waterproof. Cute Little Effers is one of the most progressive adult toy companies in the industry today. Wow. They make award-winning and versatile toys that are feel awesomely affirming to all body types, especially centering queer, transgender, non-binary, and disabled people's experiences. They pride themselves in being trans-owned and disability-owned small business pleasure for hmm. everybody. Now that's nice. Let's get to some reviews. First review, fantastic new low friend. I'm very much a beginner and have a lot of bottom dysmorphia, or dysphoria, excuse me. I psyched myself out exploring down there for the longest time, but this funky little bug helped me out big time. It's small, it's cute, and it made the whole experience way less intimidating than I thought it would be. Plus, I don't have to be the annoying dorm neighbor that everyone in the building can hear. <laughs> All right, living in the dorms. Five stars, just M. I don't know who M is, but it's just M. Second review... Titled, There Were Screams, <laughs> Screams, Moans, Unbelievable Gasps, and Crotchal to Crotchal Vibrator Sharing. Then there was a lot of lying back exhausted, breathing heavily and saying the word, Wow! <laughs> fantastic for couples without peni. Wow. Probably fantastic in other contexts as well, although I can't attest to that either way. Go get yours. You do you. Five stars, pretty squid. That's great. And finally, one quick last review. Adorable and effective. I gave Zeep as a gift to my significant other, and she loved it. It started with an aw and ended with an oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it ended with a <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Wow. And uh, so That's go out and get good. your Zeep. $69. Nice on cutelitteleffers.com. It is awfully cute. Thank you, Rachel. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll get to some uh, some news up next. Florentine, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I mean, you're a grown man. Are you still doing birthdays? You know what I mean? That, that's for kids. Birthdays are for kids. All right, great. So it's your birthday. I'll meet you at Chuck E. Cheese. We'll play some games and have some cake. Yay. I'm with you, Jim. I'm with you. It's the Rizzuto Show, sponsored by the Fastlane. Uh, Riz is uh, taking President's Day off. He's decided to make it a yearly thing where every President's Day he's going to be in Nashville. Yeah, I love wow. it. Ehan, new, he's a new his man. Had his boots. A new creation. That yeah, Scott Rizzuto yeah. partying with Kid Rock probably. Yeah, he's what he's running around in a bolo tie, what? celebrating mm -hmm. President's Day. 
Um, before we get to news, I mean, this is news, but you got to. He just sent me a text that said, Cowboys butts drive me nuts. And I was like, I don't <laughs> wow, know what really? that means, but he's having, he's having a good yeah. time, dude. That's cool. You didn't send him back. I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> I sent him back Reba Winkin. I done told you. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Uh, is this sweet? Or is this like a cow getting a birthday card from a butcher? A nursing home in the UK got a batch of Valentine's Day cards for its residents. But they weren't from children. They were from a funeral home. Uh-oh. Oh, man. The cards were tastefully done. They were nice. Red heart, <sighs> pink bow. The residents were supposedly overjoyed to receive anything. They thought, oh, this is great Valentine's. And on the inside, it said, sent with love from T.H. Sanders and Sons. I hope it said <laughs> something like, I dig you. Yeah. A funeral home in the community. Uh, family members, pretty pissed. Claiming that this is insensitive and shameless marketing. Some even blame the nursing home for having a hand in it because the cards were dropped off and did not come through the mail. So they physically took cards to a nursing home. Hey, that's good marketing, dude. Yeah. Roses are red, so is this balloon. Happy Valentine's Day. See you See all you soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> come on, dude. That's <laughs> savage. That is savage. Uh, oh, my gosh, dude. That is so good. Wow. <laughs> yeah, family was upset. Uh, the funeral home apologized for any unintended distress. Uh, the nursing home said, uh, it's no big deal. <laughs> Nothing to see here. They said, hey, we, we value and support the engagement from our uh, neighbors in the community, including T.H. Sanders. Residents were thrilled to receive the cards, and they all had a lovely day celebrating. Yeah. Big business. Mm-hmm. That's just good American business is what that is. God, dude. Yeah, that's I thought, smart. I thought that was hysterical. All right, let's do some uh, some actual news. Oh, man. I think this is the right... No. It's not the right one. Can I guess? Can I guess? Let me guess. No! I just want to, oh, can I guess man. one? No, you can't touch it. I just want to guess one button. Finally over here. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we, we go. We're going to do some news. And the news is sponsored by? It is sponsored by Energy Stars Heating and Cooling, preferred partner of Amron, Illinois, to make your home comfortable and affordable. So I was just talking about uh, pickleball kind of in the beginning of the uh, beginning of the show. My right. son, he's into it. The dude has a $125 paddle now. Dang. Yeah. And let, just let me tell you. They don't cost that. No. We got four of them for twenty bucks, and then he got he got one that's one hundred and twenty five bucks. Wow. But he's taken us to this place a couple times, and we've gone out as a family, and it is freaking sweet, dudes. So Where do you go? Uh, we go to that chicken and pickle place. Oh, okay. Uh, out in St. Charles. Good food. Dude, the food is amazing. That's Terrible the, pickles, great. Nobody go. I don't want you to go because <laughs> okay. I want it to myself. <laughs> now the place is pretty much packed every time we've been there. Uh, I was talking to the security guy there though, and. Um, I was just actually asking about, you know, like, how's everything going? This is a brand new place. And I know they're, like, popping up all over the place. But uh, <clears throat> get this. This just in. Pickleball has become the uh, the darling of folks trying to stay in shape. But new research shows that with the popularity has, a, has come a surge in serious injuries for older folks. Mm. In a new study released by the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons in San Francisco, pickleball injuries are soaring with a 250% increase in fractures from 2017 to 2022. Uh, older players have been drawn to pickleball as a low-impact sport. By the way, it does not have to be a low-impact sport. Oh, no. It is brutal when you're playing against people that are 
14 years old. I was going to say, uh, the old people are not <clears throat> taking it easy with pickleball. You should have seen these folks next to me. They're twice my age, and right. they were crushing. I know. And they were so serious. They were screaming at each other. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was supposed to be this easy, laid-back kind of... <clears throat> no, dude. No. It's insane out there. So, <clears throat> pardon me, quote, Despite its reputation as a low-impact sport, pickleball can pose serious risk, for injury, uh, serious risk for players, especially if they have weaker bones from osteoporosis. Um, let's see. It resembles its cousin tennis, you know, played with a perforated plastic ball. It's almost like a... Like a wiffle ball mm. yeah. that's yeah. almost a softball It's like the style. generic wiffle ball that you didn't like to get as a kid. Dude, it is the fastest growing sport in the country. Number of play players rising from 4.8 million in 2021 to 9 million in 2023. And I guarantee you it's 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 already more. Um, hugely popular. That place has an outdoor area where that's gonna be, I mean, it's a cash machine. This, right. They're printing money. Wait till this thing, wait, wait till the sun comes out. And they got that they got a stage, they got a bar, they got outdoor uh rink, and then they got like a two-story restaurant. About? That chicken and pickle. Oh, yeah. Dude. And it's like the first phase of that whole new development down there, right? <clears throat> and we shot a commercial there on a cold day, and it was popping. Dude, popping. And the food's man. good, man. The food is great. I had, I had some uh, Nashville hot chicken or something like that. And it yeah, was and they got the rotisserie chickens just going. You can see them in there just getting cooked up. It's a... And yeah. deviled eggs. Let's not mean? bury the lead. Right. <laughs> Very good deviled eggs out mm -hmm. there. It's a cash machine for sure. Uh, seeing a sign that advertises ice cold beer doesn't seem wrong unless you're in the middle of a uh, school band concert, and even then. Uh, but Tennessee wants to make it taboo. Two lawmakers have introduced a bill that would ban the sale of refrigerated or cold beer in the state of Tennessee. Hmm. It's already cleared two hurdles in the state and is now headed to committee where it's going to be debated. If this passes this next stage, it will head to a final vote. If you're thinking this seems strange, it is trying to tackle an important issue, so it says. The goal is to curb drunk driving and reduce deadly crashes involving alcohol. Drinking and driving is already illegal in Tennessee, duh. Uh, <laughs> but open container laws do allow those traveling in vehicles to partake. The bill seems pretty vague at this point, but at least the version that's been released publicly, um, it specifically mentions beers sold at retail. So we're assuming bars, restaurants, and venues could still serve cold beer, but they're saying basically you can't have cold beer so, accessible. Have they not looked else. at Europe where hmm. it's mainly warm beer everywhere? Well, you know, here though, like most things are like pilsners and lagers, and if they're not yeah. cold, they're not worth drinking. All right. So this is going to go for the shooters then, I guess. Um, some might argue this is a bigger contributor to driving under the influence than beer sold at gas stations, uh, grocery stores, and breweries. Uh, but the law lawmakers are going to address that too. They'd like to see caps on the number of drinks a place will serve when a person can't prove that they are a designated driver. Uh, so we'll see how far that goes. I kind of, I kind of see the point. Yeah. I mean, if they're trying to reduce drunk driving instances, right. and you kind of don't know where else to turn. Where I mean, else? it is kind of a funny thing where you go to a place to fill up gas that makes your car move, and then right inside the door, there's endless Cold amount beer. of booze. It's just kind of a funny combo. Well, I can see that making sense. Uh, if if it's warm, like sure, you can get your yeah. beer here and take it home, yeah. and it won't be tempting to drink. No. Right. If you have ice cold beer in your passenger seat, I'm assuming that's more tempting. Yeah. To do while you're driving. So I, I see the point. We'll see. Yeah, it's a good experiment for the rest of the nation, though. What's a bummer, though, is now I have to go home first, chill the beer, and then go out driving. It's just an extra step for me. Extra step. <sighs> 
Uh, beef prices are expected to climb even higher in 2024 and 2025. So listen up. There are 2% fewer cattle and calves than in 2023. And that short supply means uh, as marketable beef inventory dwindles, it could cause prices to skyrocket. Cocoa prices are rising, too. At a surge of nearly 65%, meaning chocolate prices will rise throughout the year as well. If you've been paying attention to the headlines lately, you've probably heard about some of the scary incidents affecting air travelers. But as it turns out, folks aren't really that concerned about their safety on an airplane. Even after the scary situations like the Alaska Airlines door blowout, uh, most people feel like flying is the safest way to travel. And the numbers show that they're probably right. A new survey from the Associated Press shows... That even with the recent rise in high-profile airline incidents, 70% of people still feel completely safe when they fly. Their responses are backed up by the numbers, too. Data shows that you are more likely to get in an accident on the way to the airport than you are to have any kind of serious trouble on your flight. And the difference isn't even close. The latest report from the International Air Transport Association found 39 commercial flight accidents worldwide in 2022. Uh, that means, I'm sorry, in, in 23, that means one accident for every 830,000 flights, just to put that up against the numbers. Over the last 10 years, the airline industry has improved overall safety performance by almost 50%. So if you feel safer on a plane than the highway, experts agree. And so, it is, so does Lloyd Christmas. Isn't that his, uh, when he's uh, driving the gal in the very <laughs> beginning? You know, statistically speaking. Uh, yeah, he, he, turn, turns, he around. turns around. <laughs> Uh, multiple people multiple people in Mesa, Arizona called 911 the other day to report alligators swimming around a lake in a city park. It's the type of thing that sounds like a prank, but if anything, the city was pranking them. It turns out city officials recently added some realistic foam alligators to a lake for birds and turtles to sit on. A few of the 911 callers were fully convinced that they were real. One woman even claimed a gator latched onto her boyfriend's fishing line. <laughs> Uh, despite the confusion, it doesn't sound like the uh, city plans to remove them anytime soon. They actually just doubled down and added two fake hippos. Uh, the styrofoam hippo heads that float around, so it looks like they're lurking under the water, about to attack. Uh, there's a whole lot of phone calls uh, coming in about those things already. Uh, God is getting a lot of credit recently, whether it's in success, like winning the Super Bowl, or in failure, like this guy, a 29-year-old man in Ohio named Carnell Gittins was arrested for trespassing outside of a library in Sandusky. Doesn't sound like Carnell was snooping or trying to break in or even vandalize the place. He was charging his phone at an exterior power outlet. Still, it's 1.20 in the morning. You're not supposed to be there. Police spotted him, and he said, It's cool, man, because he cleared it with a higher power. He told cops, quote, I checked with Christ. Oh who gave permission for him to be at the library after hours to charge his phone. According to police, Carnell goes by the nickname Cloud, so they charge Cloud with criminal trespass. It's cool. Hey. It's cool, man. I checked with Christ. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Charge your phone. And that's your news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. It is The Rizzuto Show, presented by The Fast Lane. Uh, Riz will be back tomorrow. We've had a few people asking. When is Riz back? Is he safe? Is he okay? Yes, he's fine. He's just taking President's Day off. No big deal. Uh, we'll do uh, a little traffic and weather here. And uh, how about some headline hooge afterwards?
David Tell, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Nah. David Tell, this is The Rizzuto Show, uh, presented by The Fast Lane. And Scott just walked in with, what is that? What is that? It's Schnook's Donut. Oh, yeah. man. From the world-renowned oh, Uncle man. Ken, Ken Cruz. Oh, I love Ken. Yeah, Ken is the best. His wife, is the, the best. whole family, their kid. Ken, you know we're what? trying to look hot. Yeah, thanks, we but no thanks. do this. I mean, <laughs> take, I will. Take them back. Oh, you, I see. I, Dude, I can't contain Damn myself. I'm hell. trying my absolute best to steer clear. So good, man. We have a picture to take. Yeah, the that's fast why we're going to have more donuts in us. That the fast lane good. is going to use. I guess if I accidentally trip and I and, fall face down in the box, Dude, I will it doesn't put, count. I will force you to eat one of uh, these donuts. Dibs on the chocolate want, long john. I, nah. Misery loves company. Dude. I'm going to have one of these after the show. I can't. Don't even show me. I see something with like, there's like cereal on top. There's like an donut. M&M's donut. Uh, there's a fruit pebbles that's enough. donut. There's that's a enough. grape nuts donut. So there's some cool. sort of <laughs> moose horn or I don't know what the hell this is. Uh, there's one in the shape of a guitar. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like, Stop know. it! Wait, there's a Mallory donut in there. Yeah, Mallory. Uh, well, okay, I'll take that. Oh uh, man, no, dude. Like, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it, get it together. I know we're all, we all keep talking about it. You guys, you guys working out? You guys yes. up in the game? You up in the game? Yeah. I'm doing the yogas. I'm not eating as much. Have you put anything on recently that makes you think like, oh boy, I got a minute to go? Because I did. Oh yeah, I mean my. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pregnant belly, so I got to figure I out found, how to do that. I found some underwear I don't think I've worn in like 10 years. It was the bottom of a drawer that I've never kept underwear in, so I don't know what it's down there. And I was like, oh, I'm, I wonder. I put it on. Oh, my gosh. This was some This is some young stuff, man. Mm. Had like army men on it or something. It was one of those, uh, uh, what, what, what was that company? MeUndies or something? MeUndies? Yeah, it was something yeah. Mallory got me like years and years ago. It was one of those like fancy. Right. Gosh. You know, and uh, boy, it was not it was not Isn't it great? right. You guys ever won one of those mankinis? I feel like Rafe's done this before. The like the Borat? slingshot? Yeah, the Borat thing. Yeah. Worn Have you you've now. worn one? No, I haven't worn one, but I've seen men wear them. Yes. And what do you think? Not for me. I think it's a great look. It's like you if the wind blows a certain way, everything's falling out. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's kind of yeah, it's lovely. Well, get this. 50-year-old Shane Rose, a three-time Olympic medalist in horse jumping. He's an Australian. His last medal was a silver at the 2020 Olympics, and he had a great chance of making the next Olympics too. Does he like jump over horses and on like on a skateboard or? <laughs> no, he rides horses. Okay, and they jump, and he rides. It's like an evil Knievel thing. This guy may not be allowed to compete because he wore a Borat-style mankini at a recent event. <laughs> what was the event? It was a horse jumping event, and horse folks don't take the mankini very All well. All right. So it's, it's exactly like the bathing suit from Borat, but it's orange. Look, look, look this up. Look, yeah, I mean, it is this it's guy a slingshot. Sit, load, sitting yeah. on a horse wearing nothing but that. If you've never seen one, it shows a ton of skin. They have to be neon, otherwise you wouldn't even see the material because it's, you know, so, it's so little look. material. This guy likes to have a good time. At the same event, he's wore a, a gorilla suit before. He's, he wore the Duffman superhero costume from The Simpsons. But it sounds like the mankini... Was too far. Really ticked off the fancy horse people who were there. <laughs> he has not officially been suspended, but he is not allowed to compete until Australia's governing body for equestrian sports reviews the case. Selections for the Olympic team happen in June, and the games start in late July. And again, everybody <laughs> in that community is mad at him. Did you see the picture? Uh -huh. I'm trying to get it to. Uh, that was a. All the, a lot of these are pay sites. Here, I'm trying. Yeah, it's, it's great. 
I'm pulling it up. Oh, I love this stupid criminal news. Uh, if you just got, oh, there it is. There it is. Look at this. I mean, it is. Ew. It's suspenders through through, through the crack. No, like this. This is. I a don't funny, like crack suspenders. He's a funny guy. He's a real funny guy. Uh, if you just got out of prison, you might need a ride home. And sometimes you know you want to ride home in style. All right. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes one Corvette won't do the trick. This person needed ten Corvettes. Twenty-three-year-old man from Oklahoma named Isaiah Walker arrested after he stole a semi from a truck stop in Arizona. He assaulted the driver, drove off with the semi, and the semi was hauling ten Chevy C8 Corvettes worth over one point two five million dollars. <throat> Police tracked down Isaiah. He initially refused to pull over, but eventually they got him to stop, and he was taken into custody. When they asked him why he stole the truck, he claimed it had nothing to do with the Corvettes. He just got released from prison and, quote, I needed a ride home. Mm. Charged with 11 counts. Damn. 11 counts of felony theft. Or they say of hooge. You're going and back. And you only had 10 Corvettes? He should 10. have had 11. You're, go- you're going back to jail. Well, there yeah. was 11 because he stole the truck. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I, I like when it all adds up. If he just stole one of those, he might have gotten away, right? Going back to jail now. There is Uno Show Headline Hooge. And your Headline Hooge is brought to you by? It is brought to you by Headline Hooge is brought to you by Headline Hooge Morris is brought Royce to you by Jewelry. Morris Royce Jeweler, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. <laughs> I'm trying, buddy. I'm trying. Uh, today's Headline Hooge story comes to us from Leesburg, Virginia, where last week 35-year-old Alexander Hopkins was, was arrested for allegedly swinging a medieval sword at a cop and another person. A Leesburg cop tried to serve a warrant at Alexandra's house. Uh, she swung a sword more than a foot and a half long at the officer before taking off. A neighbor said that Alexandra swung the sword at them, too. She's been charged with assault on law enforcement, one count of assault, and two counts of brandishing a weapon. Mm. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. But Alexandra Hopkins, you are our headline hoosh. <laughs> You know we're doing okay. We're we're doing okay for some uh, for some time here. You want to? You guys want to do some food news? I would. Yes. I do too. Food news. show. weather. That's not. No. 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 no, no that's a typical Riz mistake. <laughs> I, sw- I I swore I would never do that. Well, I I'm glad we're doing food news and there's actual food in the studio because mm. normally when we do food news there's nothing to eat and then I get really hungry. So mm-hmm. the fact that these dones are here is uh, really exciting. Dude, you guys follow? Um, I know we've had him on the show before. You follow, you follow Dan Soder? Dan Soder, who uh, remind me? Dan, Dan's my bud. Dan's great. He uh, he's Pancake been Dan? on the show. No, no, no. He Dan was on the show. Comedian Dan Soder. He's on, he's on billions. Yeah, he's on billions. No, I don't know him. He is the, the one. He's the one that uh, Riz opened up for. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, 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 helium. Okay. Dan rules. And uh, I, I I think he posted it yesterday or something about how a doctor told him that he's not allowed to eat at night. And he was going on about how, you know, just disastrous and horrible that is. Right. I, I, I'm not kidding. I will credit Dan Soder because I've been trying to, like, stop eating at night. I have a tendency to, like... Snack? Yeah. It's not even a snack necessarily. Like, we'll have, like, our little treat and it's kind of like a nighttime thing. The dog gets her bone and, and we, we get our bone. And... Uh, Nice, dude. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not. It's not good. It's not good for me. So I've been trying to like. Oh, that's just, good for everybody. Well, yeah, that part. But I, I've been trying to like just kind of chill on it. And right. I seriously, I credit Dan Soder with a couple of days ago from me going. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna in solidarity with Dan Soder. 
I will no longer eat anything within a few hours of going to sleep. Wh so what time do you guys all stop eating? Because I'm very yeah. rigid on this. I'd About the time my eyes close. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my, my goal is two hours before bedtime. And most of the time that happens with some nights, it's like, oh, we could, you know, you don't yeah. get home till. Nine o'clock, so yeah, I do about host. that too, like two hours before. Yeah. So I six thirty is whenever I'm no more, no more food. Yeah, what's the what's the what's your logic behind that? Just because I don't want to have the glucose in my system to get me energized again, yeah. I want to be able to burn it off before I need. It's just a thing to help me sleep. And I can't sleep if I've eaten. I'll I'm wide awake for a while. Yeah, yeah it depends on what it's it is. It's like a very light sleep, and I just don't like going to bed full. I'm like laying. Uh Laying down with a full stomach sucks. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I still do it. I know that it's bad, and I'll do it anyway, but I don't do it as often as I used to. Dude, but I... Uh, it still just feels good. I'm I not going to lie. It feels good to just eat, like, five pieces of pizza, like, in your boxer shorts, and then be like, <laughs> going to sleep. Yeah. We were doing snacks up until probably, like, 20 minutes, half hour before bed, and mm -hmm. it's just bad for you. But I did find a list of... Uh, uh, That's what this uh, super healthy 60-year-old dude said yesterday. He said, he said what? said, like... For men especially, he's like going to bed with full belly is, that's for dad bod. Mm. He's like, it, it messes with your metabolism, it messes with your cortisone. Yeah. And he said, it's always good to like cut it off a few hours before bedtime. Well, dietitians say that if you're going to do a late, uh, a, you know, a late snack, that the best ones to choose are number one, sliced turkey breast. Hmm. The protein should hold off your hungry uh, hunger until the morning. Uh, plus there's tryptophan, the stuff that makes you sleepy on Thanksgiving. Although I've I've read that there's you're never going to eat enough tryptophan to actually make you tired. Right. Uh, number two is cheese and crackers. Hmm. A, a combo of protein and fiber is a good thing. What? Huh? I'm down with some cheese and crackers, dude. What like kind of it's crackers? the year of the charcuterie board, and so I've been cutting up cheese and crackers at my house like you wouldn't believe. New uh, snack. I do cheese love. like no one will believe. Number three is vegetables and hummus. I do like that at night. But I feel like it's just bad for the breath. I feel like it, it, when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm just like, oh, God. Is Got some chickpeas it's, back there? It's chickpeas and garlic. You know, mm -hmm. it's pretty nasty. Uh, number four is banana and nut butter. Potassium helps to relax, and complex carbs help control blood sugar spikes. Nut butter. And number five is cereal and milk. Gross. Huh? Sugar? your mind? What do you mean? I don't know. I'm throwing this away. Cereal is the ultimate snack. Yeah, but it's just pure it's sugar and nothing healthy in that. Well, at his house, it's grape nuts. You're oh. supposed to do an apple because apple reduces the... Hey, if you're diabetic, it helps... Keeps the doctor away. Yeah. These hey, you're right. These dietitians did say make sure it's a whole grain, low sugar cereal, Captain Crunch, and all, you know, that stuff is right That's out. That's out. Dang it. Don't, huh. don't do that. Well, skip that one. The people have spoken. And McDonald's listen, listened. I am glad to bring this up now since you're done with your whole fasting, uh, you know, your, your, fish. your McDonald's thing. Yeah. Fans were upset. McDonald's removed their beloved snack wraps from the menu. The breakfast wrap was axed from, menu in 20, uh, from menus in 2020, and this led fans to create a series of petitions to bring it back. The iconic breakfast item will be returning to McDonald's restaurants oh, last week. Wow. On the dollar menu? Wow. It, it happened in Ireland and the U.K., Unfortunately, in America, you gotta you gotta have a long flight to get over there and have them. Damn it! But there is another viral petition to bring them back to the U.S. and it looks like it might happen. I wonder it how many times these happen. petitions and everything are just purely McDonald's stirring up the excitement. You know, just because yeah. they take things off the menu all the time and bring them right back. Sadly, 
I don't think that's true. Mm. I think this really? is the thing that people will get off their asses and get organized about. All right. I like it. You know, whatever keeps us. Minimum wage is someone else's problem. Right. This is the Bring back issue. snack wraps. I'm crossing the aisle for yeah, this. Yeah, dude. It's the only time. We'll all hold hands. It's okay. the new we are the world is get the snack wraps back. Garrett just... in the chat says uh, McDonald's needs to bring back the working ice cream machine, which is a petition that we all would sign. Yes. Slam. But then we'll be sad whenever you actually go and you have it and you have nothing to complain about. That's true. So, they man. just announced a new uh, sweepstakes. They're offering free burgers for a year, specifically that's uh, two $8 burgers per week. Uh, that makes a value of $832 over a whole year. Um, let's see. If you're interested, hit up spothamburger.com and fill out the entry form. Uh, they're selecting four winners at the end of February. It's a side promotion that's going on. If you can score, uh, I mean, it, you, you can score if you spot the Hamburglar's getaway car. Hmm. Should be noticeable. It is a 1970 Plymouth Barracuda. Uh, the so-called Burger Cuda We'll be making its way coast to coast, and if you spot it, you can scan the vehicle's code on your phone and be rewarded with an Arch card plus Hamburglar-inspired swag. Again, you actually don't you don't have to actually see the car to win the burgers for a year thing. That's a separate thing. So, go to the website and uh, partake in another um, another sweepstakes. Uh, it makes sense to release this now because what every good uh, Super Bowl party and all the hype that comes with the food afterwards is. This hot sauce flavored hard seltzer. They're doing a hot sauce flavored hard seltzer. It's now a thing that you can buy. Truly's behind it. They say it's a limited edition batch, so not something that they're planning to do long term unless it's somehow good and people want more of it. I'm usually down for trying any of this kind of stuff. I love hot sauce, but have you guys ever done that whole challenge when you're in high school and somebody bets you if you could drink the whole hot sauce bottle? No. The worst. Yeah. I bet. I, I've not, done the. Don't do it. I've done the, um, you know, the world's hottest, like, hot sauce kind of thing. And it was on the bottom of a cup way after everyone already took their fingers and, you know, did the dip. And then someone dared video Joey and I because there was two cups to lick them both. And so we did. And then I ended up uh, just hurting for hours because it was yeah, way hotter than I, I expected. Like, this is a chug. This is a chug. This is a yeah. full-on, you know. It's like drinking hot sauce. Well, did you, you remember in Super Troopers where the cops, they chug the maple syrup? Yeah. Like, that even grosses me out. I don't like chugging condiments <laughs> at all. Grosses me out to the max. So, no. <laughs> you guys ever cook any food wrong on purpose? Mm, what do you mean? Like, burn something really good? Any of that kind of stuff. Like, do you like burnt toast? Do you like doing oh. your uh, like uh, your ramen noodles weird or any of that yeah, kind of like, stuff? Yeah, like, nah. if I cut up potatoes and do the little... Coin potato. I don't know what you call that, but you know, it's fried potatoes. I like to get those a little burnt mm. on some, some of them, and some of them. I do not. like Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of burn up Brussels. The top. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone asked people to name foods that they cook wrong on purpose. Number one was Kraft mac and cheese. Somebody said that the milk is completely unnecessary, so they just do butter, and they make it less runny. I'm with that. <laughs> I want it as thick and sticky and weird as possible. But it gets gritty though. You can't have any right. I thought the whole the point powdered... was the cheese. No, if you melt it well enough, if you put with the butter, you mean with the butter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, mine clumps. I always have to have the milk. Huh. I do this, and my kids hate it. Ramen noodles. I get rid of almost all the water. I just want the noodles. What do you guys? Do you do? use the whole pack though. I do too. Seasoning. Yeah, you. Drain? I don't eat it like soup. No, dude. I want just the noodle. I want. I want. I want the noodle to absorb everything, and then I dump the rest of it. Yeah. I'm a broth bitch, so more broth. To I me. put a little bit of broth in. But I don't go like to the top. Do you I don't make it like a soup? Make it fancy? 
You throw veggies in and stuff. And no, give me the sodium, egg. the MSG. Give me all the, uh, like, all no, the yeah. bad stuff. Mm-mm. Do you use the full packet then of the chicken flavor oh, or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, full packet. I want full flavor. And I even put in like a like a hot dusting in there. Like I do like a hot, um, oh, what's it like? Crop it's dust like, it. It's like yeah, it's like a it's like a buffalo wing. It's it's for oh. like wings and stuff. Like buffalo sauce. It's or? like a chipotle buffalo wing uh, dusting. Mm. And dude, game changed. My kids hate it, but that's how I eat it. I love it. Uh, number three, people. A lot of people said mashed potatoes. They don't they they, they don't mash them all the way. They want them kind of chunky, and they leave the skins in. I think that's a great idea. Bro, you're just yeah. eating a raw potato. It sounds like yeah. Yeah, it's how I do mashed potatoes. They just take a bite out of a raw potato. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, number four, I totally disagree with. These monsters say French fries. They don't cook them all the way. They like them floppy and a little raw. That's I like a soggy fry. Dude. From a McDonald's bag. That is my, yes. Yes. Judge me harsh. Now, are you saying loose, like like wiggly, or are you saying soggy? Oh, dude, I'm saying soggy, like a freaking so like fry, fry worm, dude. Like a earthworm. That's how gross it is. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, my gosh. Dunk it in some barbecue sauce. Shut your mouth. It's so good. It is the way to do McDonald's fries. It is. That is so gross. I'm done. I'm, I'm done sorry. with this. I've ruined food news. Yeah, I do I like when you can. I do like when you can make a McDonald's fry into like a loop. See what I'm saying? I'm kind of on your side on this. The Where, Southern like, Illinois can, Soul Twins rising up you again. You can kind of make it a, like a little like. <laughs> you can play with. And you, it. Yeah, a little a little you. A little fish. I'm gonna dunk a little yeah, you. Dunk I'm gonna eat fish. It. Screw you guys. I'm going to commercial. The Rizzuto Show. <laughs> Yeah, that's it for us. I'm so sorry, Donnie. I'm so sorry, Donnie. Donnie, I'm so sorry. I love you. I'm so sorry, Donnie. Donnie, I, I, I love you. I'm so sorry. He's out there. Look at him. He's super I'm, mad. I'm sorry, man. Hey, it's the Riz Show. He's watching uh, the glass like the gorilla at the zoo right now. <laughs> oh, don't throw that. It's the Riz Show brought to you by uh, the Fast Lane. Riz will be back tomorrow. He was just taking President's Day off to a party in Nashville. He's in cowboy boots. And and short shorts, and mankini, and he's got a Reba wig and a bolo tie, and he's coming back, and we'll see him tomorrow. Hey, uh, until then though, let's celebrate the team Riz member of the day. Uh, brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis's home for blues hockey. Olivia Smith, yes, yeah, Olivia Smith from Belleville, Illinois. It is her birthday tomorrow. She is the team Riz member of the day today. Uh, what else? What else? Anything? The title. No, we got nothing. The title? Oh, the title of the blog and the podcast. Yeah. The title is "So Is This Balloon." I'm sorry, what? So is this balloon. So, well, say it one more time. So, so is, is this, this balloon. balloon. That's what you said. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell I what he's saying. I who said that. Hey, listen. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you. I know it was a little bit different, and it was a fun President's Day. Moon. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thanks. I'm sorry, Don. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.